2: Raider! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go not, look left, look right, look
3: at a leaping top,
4: we miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches,
5: then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization,
0: and you tell them one thing, just win, game. Way up the middle,
3: intercepted, to the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on
0: the most insane, unbelievable, absolutely impossible
6: dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
7: Just press the damn button nerd. What is
6: up Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 189 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's fan cave. That's right. We're going to talk about all things Raiders tonight. Uh some good, some worse. Uh <laughs> wait, I was going to say some some not so good and then some worse because that's what uh it's uh, it's rough times right now being a Raider fan after this uh, this last week. But you know what? I always say don't don't depend on the team to find your uh, you know your um, what am I trying to say here, Jeff? Because I just said I always said it, and then now here I'm stumbling on my words. Don't depend on the team to bring you joy as a fan. Depend on Raider Nation, because Raider Nation will never let you down. So, anyways, appreciate everyone joining us here for episode number 189. Uh, thank you to everybody that is joining us in the chat. And thank you to all of you that are joining us on the Facebooks. Uh, now on the Periscopes, as the kids say. Hey. And the And then also the Twitch. So my kids, uh, my boys, my two teenage boys, after the show last week, and we were talking about the different platforms we're going to start broadcasting to, said, Dad, you need to be on Twitch. I'm like, I thought that was like a gaming thing. And they're like... Nah, man, you can find anything on Twitch nowadays. So apparently you can find live podcasts. So we are now on the Twitch. So we yeah, We're are, twitching. We're twitching, man. We're all over the dang place, man. And so yeah, it's, it's tons and tons of fun. So, uh, so appreciate everybody joining us on any of those platforms. Uh, welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. My name is Murph. I'm the host of this uh, journey, as we call it, a lighter side journey uh, for fans of the dark side. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Raiders. We're going to talk a lot of fun stuff about being a Raider fan. And uh, we're going to hear from so many of you later. On tonight in the uh, in the Sea of Fans mailbag, we call it, where we hear all of your voicemails, uh, we read your emails, uh, and we've also got a guest. So tonight, that uh, it'll be at the uh, at the seven thirty mark Eastern Time, uh, we're going to welcome in Raider Cody, a buddy of ours. Um, yeah, and so we're going to yeah. welcome Raider Cody to the show for sure, and yeah, for uh, sure. we're going to talk a little bit about where we were last weekend and where we're going th- uh, tomorrow night. So it should be a lot of fun. But before we get into any of that. I would be remiss if I didn't welcome in my best friend, Swag Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed you last week. I know, man. The the the, uh, the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk was uh, was empty. Yeah. But now here, here you are. You've populated it again. I'm back. Looking good, and you're all white. You got yeah. your old school Woodson jersey on Absolutely. there, man. Absolutely.
8: Absolutely. Yeah, all white, everything. Right on. Yeah, for sure. And And last week, I was on baby duty. My yes, wife, I, I surprised my wife with a uh, with a vacation to Florida with her two best friends, and so so I was I was like knee deep in in baby poop, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah
6: so it's all good. Well, good deal. Well, you're 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 did good dading swago. Well, so, yeah. Uh, glad to have you back, of course, uh, as always here in the fan cave. So uh, it's kind of gone to crap since the last time we saw you. You know, it's it's it went from like <laughs> yeah like ooh wow we took a took an L to the Falcons like ouch like okay and then we you know. Squeaked out the miracle against the Jets, and they went against the Colts. So, uh, anyway, it's been rough, but we got too reminiscent of 2019. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. And we'll get into that. We'll I'm get sure, into all but- that. So, yeah. But hey, but uh, so many of your best friends. Each and every week. Like yes. the chat on the YouTubes. Yes. Who's in there tonight? Yeah, Swag. we got
8: Raider Flash, Raider Rue, who is stoked about the news this week of that, was, he that is. was released. Uh Pirate 1975, my best friend in the whole world, besides you, Michelle Sweat. Uh Tider Raider, big easy Ron, the Mater Raider, Raider Critique. Uh When the Universe Speaks, Mojo. What's up, Mojo? Yeah, yeah. Matthew Mangus is in there.
6: Stacy Ruff's in there. We got the whole crew. Right on, man. We well, appreciate all of you joining us for this episode number 189 of Raiders Fan Radio. So a little bit of housekeeping real quick before we jump into our episode number. A uh, couple things for you. So uh, one of the reasons that we're really uh, thankful to welcome Cody on the show tonight is... Um we have now joined with the Blue Wire podcast team and so this will be our first episode broadcast on Blue Wire and uh which is of course the network that that Cody is on. This is on. the first one, huh? This is the first one and All also right. uh, you know Lindsay Rhodes is on there like there's a it's it's great. It's a great network. It's nice to be part of a bigger team. And so we're thankful to be part of the Blue Wire team and again that this will be the first show on there. Um so uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you, if you if you if even if you watch us just on the YouTube like, still subscribe to the podcast. Like, it's yeah, why Mer- not? Merce Fan Cave. Subscribe to it. Just mark it played. Just... Get the episode, market yeah. plate, and it, it really will help us out. Helps with our ratings. Um, anytime you can review the show, yes. uh, please do that on on uh, Apple Podcasts. Hit a five-star if you'd be so kind. Yes. And, uh, and let us know what you and think of And you
8: know the what show? you can do? So so uh, so one of the podcasts that I listen to, and uh, and shout-out to uh, to my boy Will Compton. No free uh, shout-outs. Yeah. No free shout-outs, but, but shout-out to Will Compton, man. I was texting him the other day. He's He's so awesome, man. He's just a cool dude. You're, and, he's like your sixth best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have so many best friends. Yeah. I have so many best friends, and he's one of them. But, uh, but what he, they tell their listeners to do is uh, if you actually go and you unsubscribe and then resubscribe... On the podcast, it counts as a new subscribe.
6: And so Apple, oh, like, they figured out a way to, like, cheat the system. Yeah. So if you want to do that, do that. Hey, that's this is Raider Nation around here, man. If, well, if yeah. You know, uh, what, what was the sign that Matt Millen famously said was hanging up inside the Coliseum? It was uh, um, uh, rule number one, cheating is encouraged. Rule number two, see rule number, number one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So You're exactly right. Uh, hey, we'll take it, man. Anything that we can do to promote the show, because the reason that we want to promote the show is not to inflate our egos, not because we're trying to make money, but because we're going to do some good with uh, all of your support. So we've gotten this dude. We got a hundred dollar super chat last week. That was, was unbelievable. Insane. But like, so we've gotten these amazing donations from from Raider Nation via the super chat, via direct donations to this foundation that myself and Raider Cody started. We call it the One Nation Foundation. And you can make a direct donation at onenationfoundation.net. Um, and any of the money that we raise here ever with Raiders Fan Radio, 100 percent of that money is gonna go into uh, into the into the foundation. So yes. what does the One Nation Foundation do? We give to Raiders related charities. So we give to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. We give to Stabler XOXO Foundation. We gave to Kenny King Jr.'s mom to help with her cancer battle. Uh, we've got the Greater Youth Sports Association coming up. We've got a lot of foundations and entities that we give to. So when you subscribe, when you throw us uh, you know, a donation, should you be so kind, any of that stuff, all helps us fund One Nation Foundation, which goes out and does good in Raider charity. So uh, so again, we don't even want your money, but I want your thumbs up. Well, yeah. Hit a subscribe. That don't cost you nothing. It don't cost you nothing to hit the subscribe, write a review. So please, if you're in a position to give, great. But if not... All we Just support the show like you always amazingly do and yes. continue that momentum, please. And then, that, and then just by that, from advertising dollars and whatnot, we'll still be generating money to give away. So thank you so much to all of you. One more thing on that note. In the show notes, on the YouTubes, it's got an Amazon Smile link. For those yes. of you that don't know what Amazon Smile is... Well, being that the One Nation Foundation is a, you know, it's a 501 3C charity set up. And so we were able to register with Amazon and there's a link there. Now, if you have Amazon on your like toolbar on your browser, take our link and plug it in there instead. And what happens is every time you go to. This The Amazon, it doesn't cost you anything extra. You just shop like you always shop, but then we get a kickback. Amazon gives us money. It goes straight to the foundation. It doesn't even come to me. It just goes straight to the foundation. So um, please do that. Please support us in that way. Just copy that link, paste it into your browser. You could do it on your phone. Like you can plug it onto your phone. You, you know, it's just One Nation Foundation. You can even search for One Nation Foundation under Amazon Smile. And again, it doesn't like, it's like one half of 1%. But what, considering that Amazon sells seventeen million dollars worth of merchandise an hour? Yeah, like so, like they got know, a look, lot of Raider swag on there too. A lot of Raider swag. So hook us up, please, if you wouldn't mind, and uh, and that will help us out and help the One Nation Foundation out a ton. All right, as I mentioned, welcome into all the YouTube viewers, Facebook viewers, Twitter viewers, Twitch viewers. Yes, we're all over the place, man. We're nationwide, as the kids we call are. it. Yep. Yeah. So this is episode number 189. I'm going to stop selling you something now. Uh, This is episode number 189 of Raiders Fan Radio. And um, my buddy Swag Jeff, uh, he ties back the episode number for each. Wait, I'm going to let you say it because you do it better than I do. You go. So each and
8: every week, uh, Swag Jeff (laughs) uh, from Raiders Fan Radio uh, ties a significant moment in Raider history to our episode number. And this week we are on episode 189. and We're going to talk about your favorite player in the world uh ever
6: like kenny stabler
8: yeah come on we're gonna talk about snake but it's not the highlight or not the stat that we normally talk about we normally talk about the touchdowns and the super bowl wins and all that stuff uh he's one of the the greatest uh players to ever suit up the silver and black he has all kinds of stats and all that stuff you know beloved by raider nation Probably the most beloved, or at least
6: way on the short list.
8: Yeah, 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 yeah. He epitomized a raider for sure. The commitment to excellence. Amen. He was sacked 189 times in silver. You you jackass? (laughs) (laughs) That ain't cool,
6: man. Well, that's the only stat I could find. What'd you do that for? Well, you know, it's okay. Poor snake, man. Actually, you 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 know, it's funny, though. Like, he really didn't take a ton of sacks considering that the way that that offensive line was yeah the way that offensive line was constructed like i love the stories that like uh you you go back and watch old you know nfl films or whatever and you uh you know you hear shell and upshaw who mainly it's mainly upshaw was the one that was such a vocal leader of the of the offense and of the offensive line um but yeah dalby bueller like i mean these guys were just absolute monsters up there and um but uh, you hear Upshell, Upshell. Upshaw. That's their couple name. <laughs> Gosh, I'm such an idiot. So you hear Upshaw talk about, uh, you know, because him and Shell played next to each other. Like, that, the left side of the line. Like, literally the best left side of an offensive line in the history of the league. But they, but it's funny because they would have them so well protected that, like, after the game when they were, like, watching film and stuff, um, Upshaw would, would say to Kenny, he'd be like, hey, Snake." Like, can't you, like, bounce around or something back there? Because like, Kenny would just drop back. He was left-handed, so here. He would just drop back and just sit there. Yeah. And just, like, be looking around, like, not bouncing, not moving his feet, uh-huh. just standing there. Yeah. At, and he had an upshot, would be like, Snake, like, act like you're doing something back
8: there. Well, if he bounces around too much, he probably barf because all the drinks that he had the night before <laughs> at the bar. The
6: you know? His knees couldn't take it anyways. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was an absolute star, I man. We're poking fun, but he really is. Kenny Stable was my guy, my all-time absolute all-time favorite player in the history of all of football. and uh, Well, yeah. And like what Jeff said was so amazing about Stabler is that he set the tone for what it was to be a Raider. Yes. Right? Him and, I mean, there's others. Ben Davidson you could put in there. Sure. Um, of course, you could put in Tatum, which I got my Tatum Sure. With, yeah, like Willie Brown other- and,
8: you know, all those guys. Right. But he kind of, yeah, he did. He set he set the tone. You
6: know, I mean, he was... He was you know, the leader. He was the first Raidery Raider that we've probably ever had. He was the leader of the Renegades. Yeah. Like, there was no doubt. You know, Ted Hendricks and all those guys, yes, incredibly influential, but it was Kenny was the one that really... I mean, we'd say maybe Ben Davidson because Ben came before Kenny, but like it's like you're talking one and one A here, like in terms of like crafting the mystique of the Raiders, and and really I think Madden too is undersold frequently on his environment. We celebrate Al all the time, but Madden man really drove that. that Absolutely. Um. All right, man. Good stuff there. Good good conversation. Let's uh let's jump into some show. Let's do some contact information.
2: Go to at RaidersFanRadio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to. If you want to, you can even email us. Show at RaidersFanradio.com. Or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit?
8: Good. (laughs) <laughs> so before we jump in anything, uh, thank you to uh, Matthew Mengus for a $4.99 donation to the One Nation Foundation. And Ryan Miller, a $5 donation to the One Nation ah, Foundation. that's awesome, So thank man. you guys very thank much. You, thank appreciate, you, thank it, you. appreciate it. Thank
6: you very, very much, man. Yeah. That is super cool, man. We, we appreciate you. Uh, Who else is in the chat room there tonight, Swagger? Yeah,
8: we got uh, Matthew Mangus, obviously. uh, uh, Ryan Miller, Chevy Raider. uh, Kill Jadis, Raider-born Rico. uh, Raider Flash, Big Easy. Pirate 1975, Ron the Mater Raider. Greg Salas, uh, Raider Flash. QB Jeff is in there. What's up, QB uh, Jeff? Raider Cody is in there. uh, Ray Montoya, Daniel Mangus. We've got the whole crew. Michelle Sweat. It's great.
6: That's awesome, man. appreciate all of you joining us in the chat. And you can join the best chat room in all of Raider Nation uh, each and every Wednesday uh, by going to youtube.com slash MurphsFanCave. Ryan Miller with the donation in there said, what's up, Murph Swag Jeff? Just started listening to you guys a few weeks ago. Love the show. Wanted to show some Raider love from Kent Island, Maryland. Right on. I love it, man. This is one of my, my, my favorite things to say. That we're f- I'm from the Bay Area originally. Carry my Raider fandom out here with me. My best friend, Swag Jeff, became a Raider fan a few years ago. Uh, here we are we are relocated to middle tennessee so i'm like a raider fan a california raider fan from the bay area yeah live now in middle tennessee connected now with a guy that lives in maryland and is a raider fan like i Isn't love the awesome? way like like i love the way it all starts to connect especially when we get real global like yeah, with Rico
8: in the Canary, the Canary
6: Islands, and, Islands, you know, okay. kill
8: Jadas is in Alaska, and you know what I mean.
6: Uh, it's just, it's so cool, so cool. Man. We really are worldwide, absolutely. Like our buddy Jeff Murphy, man, from Alameda. All time uh, passing leader for Alameda High School. Yes, relocates out here to Middle Tennessee because he plays for the MTSU Blue Raiders or played uh, for MTSU. And then we randomly meet him because he opened up an Italian deli or in the I backyard. Know, right? All right, hey. Hey. but anyway, so cool stuff, man. So Raider Nation truly is global. Um, all right, let's jump into some show. Uh, so here at the top of the show. We uh we like to give respect. We don't do props, we don't do shout-outs, nothing wrong with those things, but we like to give a little bit of respect. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so I want to give respect to uh a raider. Oh, okay, wow, what a shocker. Uh but I want to respect a current raider because okay. the NFL every year does a phenomenal job of celebrating um, the good deeds that some players do and uh, every team nominates uh, an individual. Um, and once upon a time, Jason Witten was uh, nominated uh, for this award. and I'm talking about the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Yes. And then they pick one of the 32 teams. Well, Jason Witten won it outright. Yes. And that's why he wears the little gold uh, Walter Payton logo uh-huh. on his jersey. Well, the Raiders this year have nominated Alec Ingold who is Look, we love our 45 fullbacks around here, man. Yeah, we like, do. We, Alec Ingold is, is, is I mean, he, the poor guy has been banged up a little bit here lately, but such a great player for the Raiders. Yeah, ama- he only like
8: broke all of his ribs and kept playing. You know? I know,
6: right? And he's been an amazing ambassador uh, for the Raiders. And so we are proud to uh, share the news, if you hadn't heard with you, that he has been the Raiders nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And let's check in with our buddy, Alec Ingold.
2: That's Waller in motion. Car want to throw for it, and a wide open to Alec Ingold, the
9: fullback for the touchdown, and he's the answer to the trivia question. Getting this award nomination is like you show up to work every single day, and to kind of be nominated by your organization, your team, uh, it means the world. Just kind of having those people think that about you. Being able to take a leap of faith and in trying to start something new, right? I think. Going with the three square fundraiser with teammates, uh, not really knowing what that was looking like, and that was received well. Um, COVID nineteen, you know, food insecurities, you know, that was that was one good thing. And then you go over to Adopt US Kids and you start to par- a partnership with them, raising awareness, and that's well received. And then you do a Mindset Monday video every single Monday, and that's well received. I think being able to kind of reach out in all these different areas has been steps in the right direction but it's obviously just a start you have to always keep in mind of that one kid or that one person that's going to reach your message and that's kind of been the mindset through everything was you know if you want people to be the best version of themselves if you want to truly make a community reach its potential and just feel good about itself get momentum moving forward whatever you want to call it i think it has to it has to start and it has to finish with that that person that one person taking a deep dive, looking in the mirror and trying to be better. And I think that that has really been the mindset. That's been the mission. That's been the the message, the main message underlying everything. Yes, L Denzel. Let's go, baby. Come on, let's go big fellas. Let's go big fellas. Come on, please.
10: Let's go, baby. Come on. Yeah, Cap. Let's go, Cap. Yes, sir, Cap.
9: Just being a part of such a close-knit family, being a part of, you know, being adopted, right? I think I've been able to reach in and see from my teammates a lot of similarities where i can find inspiration so when i can take the inspiration i find in this workplace and i can take it and i can move it into the platform that the nfl has given me the raiders have given me and i can find different places where people can relate to me on, on a real level and they can really see who i am and they can see that in themselves i think that's where we can find inspiration and you know i find inspiration in my parents i find inspiration in my teachers my coaches but it's listening for that inspiration. It's looking at those opportunities in the face and going and getting them. I think that's where it's really started. That's where it's going to finish. And I'm really excited to see what's ahead.
6: Dude, like talk about a top notch human being. Yeah, right what there, a good man. dude, man, man. Like, you know, we, such um, a narrative around the Raiders in the Mike Mayock, John Gruden era seems more in the Mayock era even than John. Um, character man characters such a huge yes. part of of the in, intentionality around draft and acquisition of players and I mean you just hear it right there you hear it from him and I didn't know he was adopted I didn't know about that yeah I didn't know that, that aspect and like so you know what a like you know cool story and you know of inspiration and like you know just like that's awesome stuff man like that those are the things that like here's all I'll tell you Raider Nation is that look this has been a rough stretch here this you know, past few games Um, and we got a rough stretch coming up. Like I was rooting for the Browns as hard as I was rooting for the Raiders the other night. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's not been pretty here lately and it's going to be nothing but a challenge going forward, but don't let the on-field performance of the team rob you of pride of being a Raider fan because whether it's guys like this or guys like Derek that are, you know, preaching and opening churches in the off season, like, I know. Look, I get it. Like, wins are a big deal. Like, that's why we're all into this, because we're all competitive. And we want the team. But, like, but don't don't lose your Raider fandom in it. Like, let your Raider fandom root in something other than the scoreboard. I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want, like, I'm not, like, apologizing for them. I'm not, like, being like, well, oh, it's okay. Like, we can just accept it because, oh, they're nice guys. No, I don't, I don't mean that. Kenny Stabler and Derek Carr could not be more polar opposites of one another. Yes. But, like, but what I'm saying, though, is that, like, don't lose sight of that don't lose sight of like the fact that look i'm not going to stop doing this radio show with my best friend and my uncle because the team sucks like no this is what well you know what i'm saying yeah
8: exactly and that's and that's what it's all about being a raider fan and being a part of raider nation is a lot more than just rooting for a football team You know, it's, it's the community, it's the family, it's being able to wear a shield on your hat every single day and just be proud. It's the feel good stories that you hear from Alec Ingold and yes, Derek Carr opening up churches and all that stuff. Yes. We want to see on field performance because it gives us a little bit more pride to, you know, wear that shield and all that. But you know what? At the end of the day, you love the, you love the four and 12 Raiders just as much as you love the Super Bowl winning Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, the Raiders, the Raiders are the Raiders. Raiders. Yes, nah.
6: you're exactly right, and you know, and this is family. This is what it's all about. I mean, so. don't get me wrong. I was sulking on my couch on Sunday. It was a rough game. Like, well, yeah, it, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, it's it's not easy. Like, I'm not trying to like pretend like it's you know like I don't get dinged up every Sunday when sure. they, when they come up short. But my fandom doesn't waver. Like that. Correct. It's you know what it's tattooed on my arm. It's it's evident in my like it's just part like you said like wearing 75% shield. of my closet. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. I'd be willing to venture a guess that it you're, might be more. you're rocking more like an 80-plus percentile. Yeah, thereby.
8: yeah. Especially, I've gained weight, so that's about all man, I can learn right? now yeah, is my new Raiders swag. Now you
6: got skinny stuff, too, so now yeah, you're waiting to yeah, look yeah. forward to get back into that well, stuff. yeah. All right. All right uh, so, uh, good stuff there, man. So, I uh, appreciate Alec Engel, The Congratulations on your nomination, and uh, and and hopefully he'll get the, uh, the overall NFL uh, nomination and be awarded at the NFL Honors this season. So, uh, all right, Swag, so, uh, Jeff, let's get into some uh, – or hit hit us – Hit Max. You got Max? I got Max right here. We love Max around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Max.
2: Big Max
6: fans.
9: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders.
2: And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week.
9: You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby.
8: Let's listen to something that Patrick Claiborne likes.
6: Oh. Patrick Claybomb with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yeah, we do. Well, here we got swag, (laughs) Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Ooh, hey. All right, Raider Nation. Appreciate you joining us here for episode number 189 of Raiders fan radio well, yeah and uh let's see here so I'm gonna try to whoops let's see if I can get my buddy Raider Cody in here now let's see where are we all right let me try this here all right this we we tested this stuff before the look oh at I keep doing that we tested this stuff before the show started, and then now I can't get it to work. So, um, oh my gosh. Jeff, why don't you uh, why not you carry us, please? Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, no. so we carry got it.
8: so we got a bunch of people in the chat. Uh, Michelle Swett in there. Coach Davis. Chevy Silver Raider. Chevy Raider. Uh, Raider born Rico. Max Berman. Uh, Tider Raider. Uh, Raider Flash. Desired Silver. And shout out to all the new folks that are in here. You know Ryan Miller. You know only started listening a few weeks ago. Uh, who else we got in there that I don't recognize? Uh, Lencho uh raider godzilla um who else there was a couple more that were up here uh but but thanks to the new listeners ivan the great uh you know this you guys make the show what it is and and, and it's an awesome thing so uh so thank you all very much uh shane street is in there um oh yeah thank gosh. you so much so wh- where are we at murph keep going
6: oh <laughs> i'm getting there i'm getting there
8: yeah, so There's uh, poor Cody at work, man. We're we're putting him yeah, out. We're not, yeah, we're not gonna yeah, we don't need to show. Can you guys that. hear me?
6: Yes, yeah, we can we hear you. What's up, you, Cody? Man. Welcome right. to the show, yeah, Raider yeah. Cody. Yeah. I don't know why it's not coming up, man. We got it's uh, the uh all right. I dig I dig the
8: glasses there, Cody.
11: Those are my safety glasses. See, I'd uh, like it. The 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 non Raider Cody, the normal Cody is a, yeah. a conventional machinist, so
8: absolutely, yeah. You you yeah. look kind of like Will I am in those glasses.
11: <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm <laughs>
8: thinking really hard you really are you really are what's up man how are you
11: I'm you know doing okay I'm a little stressed out given the short week all yeah. the changes everything going on here but you know what dude um family is happy and healthy and that's all I can really you know that's all I can really think about or you're care exactly about right, right. Now, so everything's good
8: you're exactly right so uh so we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about the uh the, the Colts game as much as we might not want to
11: <laughs> what <one> game <laughs> Oh
8: wait a oh, minute. there! Oh hold on now. Oh, I that think we got, all right, well, let's see, I think we're gonna.
11: Can you see my ugly? Sight?
6: Hey there! Hey, okay hey, now oh, I gotta... now you're you're way zoomed oh, in. Yeah. What did yeah, yeah. you do there? Look uh... at look at this. Look at nothing but the the most professional of organizations around here. Oh my god. Okay look at this. Now what? Now I'm gonna do this here, and whoops, not that one. Watch this. Here we go. Let's make him let's make him embigan him. There he oh. is! Welcome to Raiders Fan Radio Raider Yes, Gunner. Sir. yes
8: sir. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. I fun. love the Christmas sweater, man.
11: Thanks, thanks. And even uh let's see here. I got a, I got a switch on it here in it
6: oh uh, dude oh nice yeah. that is <laughs> epic that's money dude i it's love so it so good that, that is so that is so good well hey cody appreciate you uh you jumping in here and joining us for this episode of, of raiders fan radio at the top of the show you know we kind of announced that uh we have now joined with the Blue Wire team, and uh, yeah, and, and yeah so was, we're like officially fam now. Yeah, man, as
11: if we weren't already. Uh, uh-uh, right, yeah, right, absolutely,
6: man, <laughs> absolutely. So, thank you so much for uh, for joining us here tonight, man. And so happy to be part of the Blue Wire team, and and uh, I really, you know, we we got to know each other really last year, and uh, and now have collaborated on not only a bunch of shows, but in this foundation and all this stuff. So, uh, just become a huge part of what we do here at Raiders Fan Radio. So, thank you, man. Appreciate you uh, coming on the show tonight.
11: Of course, man. Right now it's just its another link in our chain, right? We're, we're family, I guess. We're tied together through this chain. Now we got too many links hooked together. But I like to think of, of our relationship and, and what we're doing now, kind of hopefully similar to what the Raiders are doing. A little, little trial, a little tribulation, and this is what comes out of it, right? Because, you know, about a year ago, we were at each other's necks, kind of, sort of. like. Yeah, figurative. we became Nothing friends crazy. because
8: Mojo cussed you.
11: <laughs> yes! right? I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a... a drive through of, uh, it was, it was, uh, our local Mexican restaurant down the street. I'm sitting in a drive through. and I tell my wife, I'm like, Hey, someone just told me that this guy is like chewing me out. I was like, you want to listen? She's all, like, well, of course. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, just, <laughs> she wants to hear me kind of get a little, you know, get, get, well, yeah, it gives her some satisfaction. So yeah, we listened to it. And I'm like, man, I'm like, are you serious? And I was more upset. I'm like, you know, I've always heard about Murph and you know, I've, t- i I've, I've heard his show and I've seen his stuff around. I love his man cave. Got to make things right. And sure enough, here we are. Got a foundation going. We're on the network together. Uh, we've collaborated on live shows. It's amazing, man. So thank you guys for being semi-understanding of
6: everything going oh, on. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, man. You know, it's it, <laughs> in this podcast game, man, we're all colleagues. We're not competitors, except for that yeah. one guy. That one but, guy. Uh... <laughs> 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 but no, man, it's what it's all about, man. <laughs> that guy's it's... getting
4: roasted, too, on, oh, to- oh on Twitter. Oh, my gosh,
6: I know, <laughs> yeah um but uh so anyway so yeah it's 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 great stuff and so glad to be a partner and, and glad to be a collaborator and uh and become a good friend so uh we appreciate you cody and um all right so but listen the raider nation doesn't want to hear us sit here and rhapsodize about how cool each other is they yeah. want to hear your takes on this freaking game that happened so Let's, let's kind of set the tone this way, okay? Uh, good morning, football. We talk about it around here all the time. Uh, but we're, we're big fans of Kyle Brandt. We're big fans of that show. And Kyle has kind of had the Raiders back for uh, the, the majority of this season. Until now this week, he's kind of starting to waver a little bit. So let's go check in with the good morning, football crew. And then, Cody, I want to hear your response to these comments.
10: Rivers winning the Super Bowl, great story. Raiders winning a playoff game, a fairy tale. Oh, I'm dry heaving over here about the Raiders. <laughs> dry. Dry. <Aww. laughs> it, it's it's so classic. Like, it is perfect Las Vegas symmetry. You get excited. Yep. Oh, yeah, Vegas. You know what? Let's go for four nights. Let's go for five nights. No. No sleep. And then, like, you wake up after the second night, you're like... 48-hour rule. Please. Like, can we get on an earlier flight? Can we do... We reached that point with Las Vegas where you're like... You're dehydrated, you're, you're broke, you have a headache, uh-huh. you know, you, you didn't hook up last night. It's just, you're like, can we go home? Yeah. I, I, I want off. I went off. So worse off, you did hook up. Ter- yeah, we did. <laughs> um, I'm just very frustrated because we were at the table and we're getting comped and we're, 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 we're hooking up with everybody. Like, it was a party like three weeks ago. Yeah. And then Shakes. like that terrible Falcons game. The Mm. inside job by which they won the Jets game. And then, like, this. I think this was the biggest Raiders game in, like, four years. And they, 44 to 27, like... Get me on my boarding group C. Give me my air sickness bag Ugh. and like some uh, uh, <laughs> ginger ale. and Just get me the hell home. I'm very disappointed. And they were up. They just a little bread to soak board. it up. Yeah. Just some bread I was up, to up too, and then I doubled down. Ugh. And then you, yeah. He's right. Aguilar has that touchdown. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. Team 10, here come the reds. It's always the tease before the letdown. It was the Kenny Moore pick, which we didn't even show in the
6: highlight. That was what really turned Derek Arthur up. a big pick. Really, don't say. I it. Wow. I All right, Cody. What do you think, man? KB okay, was uh, a little bit of Call it harsh criticism, but very real, and and he kind of feeling let down, man. What do you think? Well, Kyle, welcome to Raider Nation. We (laughs) feel this all the time,
11: okay. So don't act like this is something weird, and we should feel bad for you, Kyle. Because like I said, you know this is this is normal for us, and and look, I get it that, that the hangover, whatever. What happens? Okay, you wake up. You, you go party and you're drinking and you're doing all this stuff. You wake up that next morning with this hangover that Kyle supposedly has. And what do you say? I'm, I'm you know, I'm never drinking again. And then what do you do? You go drinking again. Yeah, so here yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm hoping we're going to be, you know, that Raiders team that, you know, Kyle, you can say you got this hangover and you're tired of partying with us and all this stuff. And then you're going to go right back again. And we're going to, you know, fire this thing up. Hopefully these final three games, because now we're in a must win situation. All this other stuff I've been saying in the last couple of weeks, and I'm waiting for it to finally happen. Hopefully now this is where it, you know comes to fruition on thursday night football we go and beat a pretty good chargers team we're really banged up so if we can come away with a win i'm gonna feel really good about it and we you can kind of start erasing all those other things as long as we stay in this playoff hunt so kyle i get it man your, your head might hurt a little bit you might be thirsty <laughs> but you're gonna do it again you know that's that's kind of my my attitude and uh you know and, and enjoy the ride this is uh I don't feel bad for you, buddy.
6: Uh, this is what we go through, man. We go through this uh, all the time, don't we? And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. Like, you know, so here we've got this, this 3-0 stretch that we're facing. And, uh, you know, the confidence is there. You hear it from the team. And, you know, I, I, these are very winnable games. I agree with you that, like, you know the Chargers are going to be a tough team, uh, and especially the way that we're banged up. I think we got four of our defensive starters are out. It's what Arnett, um, Abram, Farrell, and Morrow are all out uh, for this game upcoming. Not to mention Ruggs is out, so like it's not going to be an easy task for us. But yeah. I love the fact that the Raiders are confident in going into this game. Let's check in with with Derek Carr. Let's see what he has to say about the Raiders' chances of going three and zero here to close it out.
9: I spend so much time here in this building, you know, I spend so much time trying to do everything I can for this organization to help us win. And uh, uh, I just, I want more than anything, uh, you know, for our fans uh, to see us in the playoffs. You know, I want them uh, to see us, you know, to be able to, to be able to enjoy that and, to, you know, be able to win some games and do things and make that a, a reoccurring theme around here. And so I guess to say the least, yeah, it has, I, I've used it, you know, I guess I've been uh, a little, a little less uh, or a little more short fused. And uh, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I guess the expectation, the demand is what it is. And we're going to hold it. I'm going to hold people to that standard as, as long as I, as long as I have breath in my lungs, uh, because I think we're capable of it.
6: You know, I dig the sentiment there from Derek. He's talking about, you know, that Raider fans deserve it. We heard the same similar comments this week from Hunter Renfro. He's like, we want to do this uh, for Raider nation. He also um he didn't necessarily apologized for being more fiery, but I, he kind of w- he kind of led to the idea that like I got a short fuse right now. Like I like that. I like the fiery Derek. So what Carr, we've man. wanted. That's so we, so what w- we've wanted from him for a long time. Like it you worked know? for freaking Gannon yeah. and Gruden. Why wouldn't it work for Carr and Gruden? Right. Right. What do you think, Cody?
11: Man, I I can't wait to the day that we're finally Raider Nation isn't debating over. Amen,
6: dude. Derek Carr. It,
11: it's crazy because it, it's hard seeing because I know he's at his breaking point. Because he has that same mentality. You, you don't usually get this from a player, but he has the same mentality that Raider Nation does that, you know, he, he's really tied into this. He doesn't see it as a job. He doesn't see it as a place where he gets fed up. He can leave. No matter what, no matter what's going on, I mean, he's all in on it. And there's still been this weird narrative that Derek's got like a bad relationship or gets upset with Raider fans on Twitter and things like that. But all in all, I think he's just more upset that he's making us upset. You know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of yeah. just that that weird reaction. He doesn't really know how to handle it because that's how I, I'm a people person. And, and if, if I feel like I'm upsetting somebody um, it, it could just bring out like weird sides of me. And it, it's not, it's not me. It's not you. It's just, I, I hate that we're not having a good relationship because I want a good relationship. And I think that's how he sits with a fan base right now. And I don't know. I, I like what he's brought this year. Cause it's been a little bit different, a little yeah. bit more of a, I don't care yeah, you know, kind of thing. I'm going to, I'm going to do my thing here in the, the, the dad voice comments. The dad voice thing is funny because I've developed a, a dad voice over yeah. the last three and a half years. Right? Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. And, and I almost have carried it over now. Once I've learned that, you know, I kind of even my coworkers, I'm like sunning them. You I know, mean, I'm kind of like I'm like <laughs> dadding them. So I like I, li- I, I kind of see it as a similar situation. And there's that's kind of where you take over as a leader if you can do it respectfully and lay down the law and get out there and tell them what you want and they're you know you're not going to take anything less then that's where you start seeing more results. And as long as things go well, and, I mean, if they can flip this thing back around and get some more wins, I think that's what was working for them before. You know, some some of the leaders on this team, like Derek Carr, are getting out there and getting on these guys. But whenever it's producing wins, it pays off, and these guys stay bought into it. Now this, like, last few weeks has been weird, and I don't know what your guys' thoughts on it. Um, I, I guess I'll kind of flip a question over to both of you. Here in, like, the the, the younger players on our team and like the character being down the morale being down or maybe they're just not fully bought in and being like immature locker room we've heard it from greg olson things like that is there is there cause for concern with that because i feel like mike mayock for the most part has been drafting high character guys right i'm a big mike mayock fan but this is where i want to start seeing like those results that hey we've been drafting high character players and here's the proof because we're able to go down in a slump win these final three games and keep you know the morale boost in the locker room
8: yeah, you know, I think that um, – you know, I think that – I think that Paul Gunther I – th- I think Paul Gunther lost the locker room, man. I really do, yeah. and I think, I think it really showed on the field. Um, I think he lost his – he lost his defense, you know. I mean, we have really talented defenders, and, you know, but it's up to the defensive coordinator to put him in position to win. And, you know, I don't – he – He clearly wasn't the guy, you know? I mean, one of the worst defenses in the league and stuff. But, I mean, we've got the talent. So, I think he lost the locker room. And I think he lost it, like, a little while ago. You know, I think he's been on, you know, kind of iffy with the players and stuff like that for, you know, for... Maybe even two full seasons now. I don't know, or a season and a half. But uh, but yeah. it's it's going to be really interesting to see now with with a new face. You know, Gruden said, you know, we just we needed something different. We needed we need a change in leadership, a change of voice on that defense. And you know, and whether Marinelli's the long term solution or not, or we go out and you know, Twitter's all over trying to get Wade Phillips and all kinds of stuff like that. I don't know if that's going to happen. But but yes, I think that a change needed to be made, and I'm glad that it was made. You know, you obviously. Obviously, you hate to see anybody in no matter what profession lose their job. But, yeah. you know, but for this team, that was what was needed. And so I think I think we're going to see the defense really bounce back this week just because I feel like it is. It's just oh, it's just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes the best thing for you to do is just hit the damn reset button. Amen. And, you know, and I think that's what we're going to see here. And we're going to see players, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see now what are we going to, what version of Corey Littleton are we going to see? Are we going to see the guy that we Uh, saw all season where he's like, you know, the biggest freaking free agent bust? Or are we going to see the guy that, you know, it's picking off Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? you know, which version of him are we going to see? So it's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And, you
6: know, I like the move, you know, obviously. Absolutely. You know, and and to speak to the character, uh, Cody, on your, on your question about, I think that, you know, I, I tell Mike, speaking of dad voice, I tell my kids all the time, like, your character is not defined by the mistakes you make. You're defined by what you do in response to that. So, look, has Corey Littleton had a challenging year? Absolutely. But now what does he do about it? You know what I mean? I think those are the things that are going to show up. And I think that by hitting the reset button, getting, you know, because we hear all kinds of stories, right, about all kinds of conflicts that have been going on in the locker room, all kinds of, like, you know, the the disgruntled defender. Um, And we've seen it publicly. We've seen players taking to Twitter and whatnot. And so I think that it's important for – you know, for the Raiders to take advantage of this opportunity for a guy like Marinelli to give them uh, the ability to, to to rectify you know th- those mistakes. Because look, the team, the, look at just the run defense alone. The last two weeks allowed 60 rushes for 406 yards and four touchdowns. Ooh. Like, mm. look, I mean, granted, I get it that coaching has a big. Part to play in all this, but also like these guys, these players got to take accountability for some of these things as well. And then here's the thing that really, and I think us as fans too, we can be sensitive to this too, Cody. Cause I, when you look at what the Raiders have ranked under their last three full time defensive coordinators, so we're talking Jason Tarver, Ken Norton Jr., and then now Paul Gunther under Tarver, 32nd in points allowed, 25th in yards per play, 32nd in passer rating, 31st in takeaways ken norton jr 27th in points 29th in yards per play 24th in takeaway in rating 13th in takeaways because oh yeah we had Khalil mack back then uh and then paul gunther 32nd in points allowed 31st in yards per play 29th overall quarterback rating and 29th in takeaways like lord have mercy like we haven't had a freaking defense in i don't know since 2002 like <laughs> unbelievable right it's like we got to a point where our defense couldn't get
11: any worse, and then Paul Gunther took it and was like, oh, yeah, watch this. <laughs> oh, my <dear>. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely. And I want to give, actually, real quick, a shout-out to the chat. I don't know if you guys noticed John Gruden in the chat. Now, this John Gruden, some people might be a little skeptical if this is really John Gruden. Now, John Gruden hopped in my chat post game after the Colts game and told me that he has relieved Paul Gunther of his duties. And I have zero doubt that this is the real John Gruden in our chat. So, we have John Gruden John in our chat? Gruden.
6: Yeah, he's Doug here, man. He's live. Welcome, coach. Man, we love you, coach.
11: Good stuff. Guys, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the it's the weirdest string of events. And I know, you know, we, we want to talk more, I'm sure, defensive coordinators and having even Wade Phillips getting you in the conversation now is interesting. And the, the part that I want to know is, of course, Wade Phillips is going to be interested in the Raiders coaching job. Like, come on. He's what tail end of his career is probably the last job he's going to take as a coach oh, sure, twist my arm, go to Las Vegas and coach, right? He needs a job. Of course he's going to be interested. Now I'm, I I want to know if John Gruden's actually inter- interested in Wade Phillips or the, the approach he takes because I feel like the only flaw that that John has had in his coaching staff is kind of hiring his, his buddies, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah uh, sure. Paul Gunther was one of those buddies, and I think that's the only reason that we didn't fire him this offseason. He gave him every single last chance he possibly could, um, and then we just kind of had to cut ties, and I think it's maybe a, li- a little too, too late. Um this is something I, I wish we would have did definitely in the off season and I think we we're really close to that but you saw those final four games last year and we kind of picked it up on defense you know a, a little credit I guess you could say to Will Compton as well uh because he came in he he was he was a great linebacker for yes. us kind of flipped our defense around Absolutely. We had a good run d it was it was it was real sound and I think that's what Marinelli's trying to get us back to but I'm still not even completely sold on Marinelli I think you know Raider fans it's this is like something that we have all wired in our head and I can't figure out why it is. But anytime there's change, we immediately think even if it was the worst before, just that little bit of change with no proof that it's going to be better. We think it's going to be it's going to flip everything around and we're going to have the best defense ever. Like we, we just so happen to think, sure. oh, now, oh, now we got a defense. We got Rod Marinelli. We got a defense now. We're going to we're, you know, we're going to win these last three games. I'm not sold and it's not it's not necessarily Rod Marinelli, but it's, it's definitely the situation that he gets put in for one, the short week. But even on top of that, how much can you really change in a week of practice? Not very much. So I, I think he's just forced in a position where he has to stick with the scheme and, and, and the things that these guys are already taught for this season. I mean, they've been studying this, this playbook all season long. Um, I, I feel like they they're, he's pretty much just stuck with it. And now it's just hopefully getting back to the basics of these guys being a little bit more sound, a little bit more – You know, just teammate like because whenever we look at our defense, the things that we're lacking, we want them to be faster. I feel like our guys are stuck in the mud and that doesn't necessarily mean they need to they need to run faster. They just need to have a better game plan of getting after the ball carrier, especially in the run game. And it's going to make our defense look a lot faster. And hopefully we can tackle better because we have I I can't even tell you how many Raiders are in the top 50 of most missed tackles this year, which is absurd. So
6: hopefully um,
11: hopefully Marinelli just gets back to the basics of, you know, teaching.
6: Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up, man. It's You can tell who the pro is around here. We appreciate that, Cody, because that's a great segue into uh, some comments that uh, Rod Marinelli made uh, here at this last press conference. Let's check in with Rod.
4: You got to hit like a Raider. You got to hit like a Raider, and you got to have great tempo and great pursuit and gang tackle. And that takes no talent. None. Okay? It's having an attitude and a will to do that. Now, I emphasize that's who I've been my whole career. And uh, that's why I just kind of keep imparting and just keep driving home with it but when you play together like and you play fast you know what you're doing i think you got a chance to create great energy and hopefully create takeaways down the field
6: there it is man he's all about creating takeaways putting players in positions to be successful and uh you know it's just i think this is an overall mindset change that we can look forward to and while i agree with you cody like i don't he's not gonna make any huge wholesale changes on defense but creativity like We don't, you know, do we have the most talented in terms of athletic ability and and whatever, talented, you know, defense in the league? No, but we have some very talented players. And I feel like at times, like, they've been underutilized in terms of what their skill sets are and maybe what some of the things that they can do good. And I feel like that, you know, things like, you know, gang tackling and all the things that he just he just lined out there. You don't have to be the most talented player in the world to do all that stuff. You just you just have to execute. You just have to do that stuff. That those aren't like things you have to install in the off season and whatnot. You know does that make does that make sense? You feel like they're gonna like yeah. make some like creative, ch- not wholesale changes, but more creative changes now with, with Marinelli.
11: Yeah, you know, first actually, I want to get back and I want to take claim. I'm gonna I'm gonna mark my territory okay. on the hit like a Raider comment because I'm gonna make that a sound drop. So that's that's mine. You damn it. it. Take that. You
6: stole it from us, Cody. <laughs> I did. It's not the
11: first thing I've stolen from you. Either, <laughs> I mean, <so>. Damn right. <laughs> they the, the hit like a Raider thing is amazing. That got me fired up just to kick off a press conference. I'm like, all right, this is a press conference. I want to see from our defensive coordinator. And even though he's 71 years old, for whatever reason, that that kind of calm, just assuring voice the way he talks to you just kind of makes yeah. you feel like you want to play for this guy yes um, he's not like he's not like the ken norton jr type right he's not like the get your face like the dude should be on the football field type defensive coordinator um he, he's definitely like sensei and that's that's kind of yeah. cool and um you know hopefully it's just getting back to being patient and 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 in the way he talks hopefully that translates because i honestly feel like his style of of talking and teaching is exactly what our defense is missing in play. And that's being patient, being cool, calm, and collected. And I feel like we got, you know, Quick, you know, Quickkowski's been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but our linebackers and even Jonathan Abram and some of our guys coming in making tackles or, you know, just trying to crash on the on, on run defense are just so impatient. And, and they all, it's like watching U6, if any AYSO people out there, it's like watching U6 uh, soccer games where they're all just chasing the ball. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it, 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 they change directions and everybody's like half of them are delayed and th- then they start going. And it's just a constant trail of chasing the ball carrier. That's how I felt like our defense has been instead of focusing on, look, I know the ball carrier isn't going this direction now, but I'm going to fill this gap anyways, in case he does. And more times than not this season that there's been gaps left open all over the freaking place. And it's, it's been driving me nuts. And one guy I'll give credit to also it, is Darren Carr because um, he's, he's a defensive coach, although high school, high school, level. He's won a couple state championships in high school football. Um, he's, he's defensive minded. And just to kind of like understand the fundamentals of maybe what our defense is missing in the run game and even seeing the injuries to Damon Arnett, right? So you see Damon Arnett, you see Jonathan Abram, you see a lot of our secondary getting hurt, right? So why is that? It just seems like our, our defensive line and everything is yeah, getting, joiner's
8: getting hurt every game. Yeah. I mean, literally it's every game
11: delegated to our secondary, it's getting to our, to our defensive backs, the run game. If you watch a lot of our defensive ends, they almost play inside of the tackle or they play lined up with them. Now, you go back and you watch like a Khalil Mack, um, some of the, you know, like what we've had in the past. Khalil Mack was always like two steps out wide, always being able to contain, always to stop the runner from bouncing outside. So many times this runner is able to bounce outside on us. And who does that leave up to hit? You know, we got Damon Arnett who's got to take down Frank Gore. You see, even Trayvon Mullen kind of getting hurt on the sideline. You're relying on Jonathan Abram to come down 10 yards off the line of scrimmage and make a tackle. Lamarcus Joyner in the slot obviously is going to be there quite a bit. So it's seeing things like that and hoping we just finally fix it and spread out and do our job and hopefully, like, let, uh, as, as Darren calls him, you know, our squareheads, you know, our linebackers, nice. like let yeah. them make the tackles, right?
6: Absolutely, too, and you know I think there's there's probably something to be said there too because once the you know one of the things that we've struggled with is containing the runs to the outside too, right? So like yeah. you know like once those guys get out once they turn that corner, man, then it's like like you're saying, man, they're 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 head up with a guy that's 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 probably you know undersized c- compared to what they are, and uh and it's and it's leading to a lot of this, you know, and I. Um, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give props to a guy named Charles Adams, one of our listeners sent me this Facebook message this week. He said, "Hell yeah, our defense finally went from being rated PG to rated R." And that's I like going that. from yeah, that's cool, right? Nice. Yeah, going from Paul Gunther to to Rob Marinelli and you know, Marinelli's an old school guy, man, and I I am with you. I kind of like the calming presence uh, that that he's going to bring and I think the only thing that that un Well, obviously, there's a lot of things I'd like to see different. But I think one of the things that was sad about the delayed change is something that, like, you know, you mentioned, Cody, like this probably had been coming for a a hot minute, but, you know, Kansas City game bought him some time. The Cleveland game. The Cleveland game bought him some time, which looks like a great win now for us, right? Um, But losing Buckner in the offseason, man, like, do you feel that, like, okay, (sighs) because the criticism of Marinelli is – well, we went from, you know, this high sack production in, in 19 to now it's dropped off because Buckner's gone. This a position coach. Now, I know that position coaches, like when we talk to our buddy Pete Koch, you know, a former Raider, he talks about like, that's your guy, like your head coach, whatnot. You have a relationship with those, those people, but it's more your position coach has the you know that's the developmental things that's where the mechanics are learned that's where the you know the habits get formed and all that do you think that like did, did losing buckner like was it, it, it i don't you're, you're where i'm going with this i don't even know what the yeah. question i have no like, I,
11: I, let me let me pick it up let me please it up. It, please do and and it's almost to where you know you're not blaming the position coach for not getting sacks or not bringing blitzes or this package looking weird or a, a stunt that i've i saw against the freaking colts man when he I went after this guy. It was, it was like a four-man rush, and all four guys were within like a six-foot area. It was ridiculous. Like, they're shoulder-to-shoulder, and I don't even know how this even ended up happening. Uh, I put that more on on Gunther, but just the, the teaching the techniques and stuff. I feel like Gunther was the better guy for that. Now, Marinelli's still in the same role. It's funny. He came into Dallas the same way he's coming in for the Raiders right now. He went into Dallas his first year in Dallas. He was the defensive line coach. And then whenever he took over as defensive coordinator, he was still technically head of the defensive line duties. And he's always had a, you know, a pretty good reputation for getting after the quarterback. Uh, of course, Dallas has had some pretty good pass rushers. You know, at one point, they had a really good defensive line there for a you know, two- or three-year stretch. Uh, so that has a lot to do with it. But I think Buckner, man, just the idea of having Buckner and Marinelli right now on the same staff would be amazing because um, I've even heard as far as like Max Crosby in the off season basically saying, you know, Hey, the, you know, coaches aren't doing enough for me. I need to go out and I need to get some technique help. So I feel like that it, it speaks volumes. So <sighs> Buckner, great coach. Um, I, I feel like he was more than just the hard knocks star, right? Yes. You know, he's known yes. for that, that big mm-hmm. conversation because those, those type of talks, they, they get in their heads. You know um, I, I feel like that's, that's real leadership, uh, taking accountability, um, you know, getting on top of them kind of that dad voice, right? He was sunning all of them. He literally probably had like a dozen children in the room at that time, the way he was talking to them. And that's and that's what they need. So, um, man, that's it, it hurts. It definitely hurts because we all, I, I would say probably our favorite position coach last year, and this happens to us every time. We fall in love with somebody. It's almost like the Raiders, whenever they're watching a player or a coach or something on their team, it, we're like in a movie. The the favorite character always dies in the movie, so it's like that's how it is with Raider fans watching their coaches or players. Every time something happens, we fall in love with somebody. Cleo Mack, he's gone, he's traded. We start to love Amari Cooper. He, oh, he gives up, he's gone. Crabtree, oh, Crabtree's like the dude, and then he you know gets released. Oh, Marquette King was like the the hot commodity for Raider Nation for a long time, and boom, he's gone. It, it, we get into these things, and then they're like just you know killed off the killed off the movie. And Buckner was one of them, unfortunately.
6: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's left a void, man. There's there's no doubt. But hey, listen, we know in Rod we trust, man, for these last three games. So the Raiders gotta win three games. I think we're all confident that well, it's going to be a challenge because just look, taking care of the chargers when we're all beat up, you know, going two mile high. Like I know we've kind of had the Broncos number, but like they're kind of ticking back up now. Like all of a sudden they're, they're getting a little good again. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's going to be a challenge for us to go three. you but now we all have to depend on the Ravens to lose. Now, like, I don't want to be thankful for COVID protocol because I don't wish any illness on anybody. And I hope all those guys on the Ravens get completely healthy. But like, remember uh, a couple of weeks ago when Des Bryant got pulled out of the game because he, he, he uh, he had the, 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 Mm. the COVID well now every other wide receiver, he, now he's the only one they got. Like now he's the only Ravens wide receiver that's going to be active, so maybe that that dings up the Ravens a little bit enough to where they can lose a game. Because who do they got? They got the Bengals, they got the Giants, they got uh, Jaguars. Then a jag like yeah. Come on, man! Like it's not looking Mm -hmm. really good for them to lose a game. But Cody, I know what your fandom heart says. What does your brain tell you? What's your football brain tell you? If we go three and zero we got a shot or we, is this, is it draft season? My football brain is telling me to take a nap
11: because it's been a long football <laughs> season. First of all, oh, <laughs> talk about the, up, oh gosh, even last year, it, it, it trickles over. We can't, we can't just have an easy season. And, and what, what am I, the fact I even said that right now, like I, I expect anything different is beyond me. Just like every game, every season has to come down to the wire. And at some point, Murph, we talked earlier in the week and, and, I don't care what it takes. I still feel like, you know, until the whistle blows on the season, I feel like there's a chance. You know, one loss. This Giants defense, look, don't get me wrong, it's the Giants, and they've got this bad reputation in a while, for a while. But the last like three or four weeks, they've been easily a top 10, maybe top five defense in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. So. Maybe that's all it takes. Maybe they game plan away. All you got to do is stop Lamar Jackson. and That's it. uh, I mean, gosh, the dude can go take a 30-minute poop and still win a football (laughs) game, so it's going to be really hard to accomplish that. But, yeah. Actually, side note, can you guys – I, I think he pooped. I don't know. That was that was just me. I don't know. Everyone says cramps. I've heard this whole story, the the Paul Pierce thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I see. I, I there's he, a part of me, and then you know he tells doctors, "Hey, wrap up my arm." Like you know. You're yeah. Me an
6: IV. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I think that there's there's certainly a a, a controversy, as Uncle Mosh would say, uh, around that. I think that it's uh yeah there's um it's widely speculated that he was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you yeah. think, Swago? Yeah, he had a turtle head poking out. <laughs>
11: <laughs> you can't be modern day Twitter. You can't take a chance of. I know, that no guy, right, way, man? Oh yeah. my no. goodness, he'd have turds all over his. Top like years.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was touching cotton, and that was it, yeah, man. He was. he was off to the <laughs> yeah, locker room, man. Holy cow! <laughs> All right, well, oh, Cody, man. man, it's been an absolute blast having you in here uh, tonight, man. We got it; we definitely got to keep doing this more often. Yeah. You were so gracious to welcome us for oh my gosh, uh, yes, uh, for the live stream that, that we did for the uh, the Raiders' uh, home opener uh, at the Stage Roar Casino against the Saints. An amazing game, an amazing night with Raider Nation, and. We can't thank you enough for uh, for inviting us to be part of that. And uh, and so, yeah, and, and I know we've had you on here for an RFR conversation before, but uh, really thankful to have you on here for the live show. First time we've ever done this. First time we've ever done, like, a, hey, a live I interview kind of thing, man. So, uh, Raider Nation, I hope that it, it came across well. And so, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate your um, yes. your collaboration on everything. And, uh, give, like, take a time. Take t- like, you need plugs. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, take take a, <laughs> <laughs> Since the guy who has like twenty times more people yeah, watching yeah. him than we us, we need to ask him. Hey, hey will you please tweet hey. out this because you're on our show? <laughs> yeah, 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 Can you please help us get followers? Yeah, but no. But seriously though, like, <laughs> plug. Tell everybody what because what you what you do is awesome, man. You're you're an awesome ambassador for Raider Nation, man. Your the, the the quality of your show from the video to the audio content, the, the the insider view that you have, the guests that you get on your show, man. You're you're killing it, Cody. So so brag on yourself here for a minute and tell everybody where they can find you. Dude, Guys,
11: I am just having such a good time. It was about a maybe a year and a half ago. I felt like I finally kind of turned a page to where I started really kind of getting the hang of things and podcasting, YouTubing, everything became easier. And then I got back to just genuinely enjoying the Raiders and talking about the Raiders. Like, what it almost felt like I wasn't even working anymore. So it's been a blast. Everyone that that's tuned in right now, that's live and has has listened to my show, I I appreciate you guys. And really, everything I've done has been built off relationships. um, And and it's it's definitely been fun collaborating with you guys. And I told you, Murph, you know this is a fun little segment. I'm I'm honored to be the first like live rfr guest um that it, it's it's definitely yes. it's definitely um man i feel you know very privileged here but oh, right it's on. it's gonna be cool finally you know I've, I've talked to you many times me and my wife want to get down and and, and visit nashville here pretty soon so come on not, dude not anytime year, man. it'll definitely be by the next and uh we'll be down there we'll be sitting through a whole rfr conversation Love and it. if anyone hasn't listened to my show uh raidercody.com i hopefully have everything there if not Oh well, <laughs> I, I try. I try my best. <laughs> I miss a lot of stuff, but hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, tune in and uh, every every post game, you know, going live and, and and having a good time. And always, I keep the same mentality. It was cool. I I sat down. I just got home. I took off work early to make sure I had plenty of time to get ready for this. And um, listening to you guys talk about even after the losses, right? And this definitely is kind of a dark time that we've been in. We've been in it many times. Always reminding yourself, and it's hard in the heat of the moment. You know, we'll remember in the offseason once everything's cleared, no matter how everything finishes, even if it's an ugly finish, we'll forget all of that in the off season. We'll refresh, regroup, get back into it. So I think it's, you know, thinking long term and realizing, hey, you know, we still love our Raider Nation family. We still have a good time. I'm still going to wake up every Sunday, no matter what, and look for a win. We did it before when we were 0-10, right? We yes. We did it before, you know, with the Chiefs. It's the same thing, no matter what. So always, you know, step back, take a look at that and know that there's bigger things, you know, enjoy your life, and just let's hope that
6: these Raiders pull out some wins. That's all we need, guys. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Well Well said, Cody. Well said, man. Well, thank you again for joining us uh, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, man. Yeah, cheers uh, to you, brother. Absolutely, man. Look forward to to, to a lot more of these in the future, man, for sure. See you guys. Shout out to the chat again. See you, buddy. See you, bud. All right, there he is, Raider Cody, man. Oh how my cool god, he's so awesome. He's the best, man. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, Cody's become a good friend of ours here at Raiders Fan Radio, and we are very thankful. Oh, we'd too. love to
8: have him in Nashville too. That would be amazing, dude. Coming and cool. sitting in the yeah, sitting in the fan cave. He what? could sit in Uncle Mosh's chair, but he has to leave something for him. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it
6: be a sandwich or whether it be you know a, a swag or whatever. How fun would it be? And I don't know if he would do anymore because he doesn't play for the team anymore. But how fun would it be to get Will back in here and Cody at the same time? That'd be a blast. We can make that happen. We'd have a we'd have a freaking
8: blast. I know a guy. You, I know a guy that texted Will Compton last night. His name's Swag Jeff.
6: <laughs> he can make that happen. He's your seventh best friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but Cody and and, and, and Will are are, are uh, uh, our, our buddies too so uh, yeah. that would be that would be really cool anyway yeah. but yes Cody absolutely whenever you are in Nashville my man uh, you always got a home here at the Fan Cave and yeah. so uh, uh, look forward to that maybe the Raiders will play the Titans next year and will give us all a good excuse yes. to get together down at Nissan yes, Stadium absolutely. And, and start Ab- screaming Raiders
8: well yeah absolutely and and John Q $5 donation to the One Nation yes. Foundation and while we were on with Cody uh, Franklin 83 a $2 donation to the One Nation Foundation thank you, Franklin so, so thank you so much guys you know that that's it's it's unbelievable every every donation means the world to us you know this is such a cool foundation that we've started and and thank you thank Absolutely. you very much
6: thank you very much we appreciate that all right jeff well hey uh, enough of us let's hear from you raider nation and let's check in with the sea of fans mailbag
12: there he is fading looking 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 he's under the gun he's body he's strong Hit
6: All right. Welcome into the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where we hear from you, Raider Nation. This is where you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com or you can call us 909 345 3346. That's 909 345 3346. And uh, leave us a message. And if we play your message on the air or if we uh, three times or if we read your email an indefinite amount of times, you could become a made man or a made woman here in Raiders Fan Radio. And that's uh, where we just, uh, we like, we like. To honor you for being such a big part of the show. So we appreciate you. And uh so so send us stuff. So let's start off tonight. We're gonna go to the emails again. That is show at raidersfanradio.com. And uh first up, we got tonight we got Ty De Raider, or as Mosh calls him, Tada Raider. Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy, and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope all is well and everyone is in good health. Buckle up because this is going to be a long one. I typed this email as I eat dinner my wife prepared and watching the end of this Monday night football game. As I drink my root beer out of a wine glass, I sit and think about <laughs> nice. the, the woulda, coulda, shouldas. After the Jets game, I was upset. I felt like we got lucky, and I felt we should have blown them out of the water. Then I start thinking about all the games we got screwed on, we uh, got screwed by the refs, or the ball simply didn't roll our way, and I realized I sound like a damn cowboy fan. <laughs> I shake it off and appreciate the win because I would be in a terrible mood if we lost. Okay, fast forward a week later, and I know the Colts are a good team, but we got this. I wake up, I go to work knowing I'm getting off at 11 a.m. with enough time to make it home with some chicken wings before the game starts. I had chicken wings too this week. I had oh. I had Cajun rosemary wings during the game. What? Yeah, they were amazing. Oh my gosh, that sounds bougie. Uh, <laughs> I just
8: had regular buffalo.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't bougie at all. I got them from Publix, man, but they were delicious. Oh okay. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so kickoff comes around, and watching the game, I'm all, at, um, uh, and I'm at work till someone shows up at 145. I pick up my cold wings that I called in at an 11 and made it home right at halftime. You know what happens next? I'm pretty sure our defense was on the field uh, more than those two birds on the field. I asked, I need to ask Josh DeBo how many touchdowns Nevin Lawson gave up this year. A lot. Um, uh, goodness gracious, Nevin Lawson. Man, he got torched a bunch of this game. Uh, yeah. a root for the young man. He's been put in a tough spot, man. Like, yeah, thing. you gotta step I'm not,
8: yeah, you're stepping in for you know for Arnett and you know joiner and yeah, I mean yeah. You're so
6: beat up in a secondary man. Yes. Like yeah. Now we signed Daryl Worley back. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting. And I and Tack McKinley, they're gonna try to get on the field this week too. So And yeah,
8: and uh Vic Beasley is now active too.
6: Hopefully well, he was and he was in the game. It was weird seeing him wear fifty one after Compo wore that last year. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways. Um All right, but yeah, and then like so and Mullen went down a few plays in this game. So like, look, I, uh, Nevin Lawson, man, that's just tough. Um, all right. Uh, every time a big play happens, I always look for Lawson with exhaust smoke in his face. I love twenty four out there being heat seeking missile and all, but he has to realize he's hurting not only himself but this team as well with all those penalties, along with being a liability in coverage. Gunther will join millions of Americans who are please. Gunther will join millions of. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I thought my thumbs up was, was, was enough of an indicator that, yeah, I'll take you one. Wasn't
8: looking at your finger?
6: Well, you look at my thumb, it was my thumb on my finger. Let me show you my finger? Thumb is, a thumb is a let me, finger. Let me show you my finger? Hey. Yeah, right. hey. Uh, easy. hey. Hey, hey, Murph. Easy, easy there. Feezy. Easy with that. This Watch Raider, a $5 donation to the One Nation Thank Foundation. Thank you, Watch Raider. You rock, dude. Thank oh, you. Well, yeah. Thank you very, very much. 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. Thank you. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show after, after
8: Jeff derailed <laughs> us. Just, just a live look into Murph and I's real friendship. <laughs> all right. <Yeah. laughs> Give me a damn drink, and here's a middle finger for you. (laughs) Here's a middle
6: finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should see the RFR After Dark version. Oh, so good. As soon as Mosh retires, I've been saying this for years. As soon as he retires, I'm going to make a million dollars on him on YouTube. Yes. Because the stuff that you guys (laughs) don't get to see about Uncle Mosh. It's unbelievable. He's the funniest man that has ever walked the face of the earth. And he has absolutely zero shame and zero reverence for anything. Yep. And so, anyways, he's amazing. All right. Um, where was I at? I don't even know where I'm going. Okay. Back to Tiderator. Gunther will join millions of Americans who are unemployed. In a game, oh, gosh. And it came later than we thought it would. I believe that win in Alabama bought him some time, uh, Alabama being Kansas City. Hey. But the clock struck midnight, and I don't know how Cinder the Cinderella reference will work since he's the pumpkin, so I'll just leave it at that. On to the dead batteries where I'll be trying to recoup some money from the only two Charger fans I know exist. Shout out to Greg, who I just beat last minute in the RFR League. Oh, listen to this score. This is the Raiders Fan Radio Fantasy Football League. Oh, okay. So Ty to Raider beats yes. Greg 160.5 to 159.28. Oh, my gosh. It's Greg. Greg. Oh, we should make Greg. Put that we don't on the have, list. W- Put that on the list. Let's we make it tonight. P- we'll make them tonight. We'll do it, Greg. We got it. we you. hey, if we have time. If we
8: what time is it now? Seven, almost 7:15 Central. And, uh, eight...
6: We'll try to squeeze it in. We'll see. If we have time. Uh, thanks to Mark Andrews last and the last catch he had. I really hope the Ravens lost, but we're we were still in the fight. If the Ravens lose one more and we win out and make the playoffs, let's see what we're made of. Win or go home. All love and respect. Ty Ta-da Raider. Yeah.
8: Nice, all nice. right, Swago. Not your turn. Now it's my turn. Yeah, you, it's my you. turn. Yeah, I give you the short ones. I I love you for that. Yeah, you I do. love that about you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, Murph, Mosh, Swag, Jeff, Vinny, and Raider Nation. Another disappointment. This season has pretty much been a mishmash. Uh, the Raider win. The Raiders win games when maybe they shouldn't, and don't win games that they probably should. They beat New Orleans at home and KC on the road. Uh, And then they lost badly in Atlanta and won on the last second heroics in Los Angeles and New York. The Raiders have been so bad so long that it's unrealistic to expect a quick turnaround. They're definitely improving, though, and another draft should help. I only hope I lived lived long enough to see it. Raider Nation. And
2: he's
6: only 18.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Raider
8: Raider Nation forever. Frank from NorCal. Proud, made, man.
6: Right on, Frank from NorCal. Appreciate you. Good stuff there from Frank. Oh, yeah. Swaggo, you know who I got. Oh. 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 Do
8: we need to hit 30 seconds?
11: Paul. Paul.
8: Paul. Paul. Paul.
5: Paul. 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 Paul.
10: Paul. 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 Paul.
0: Paul. 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 Paul! 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 Paul!
3: Paul? Your name Paul? Hello? Paul?
0: Hello? Paul? Paul. I met him
13: with
6: (laughs) Paul. Paul. (laughs) Who? Paul? Paul. Yes, Paul.
1: Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul!
6: Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Good evening, fellas. Hope you are. Oops, there we go. Camera. Hey, easy. Uh, sorry. I got it's, it's, I try to produce and host over here at the same time. Come on now. And I got a bartender at the same time, too. Now nah, that was me. Well, thanks. You just ordered a, another damn drink. Keep my tab going, man. Come on now. <laughs>
8: This show has gone off the this rails.
6: Is, I think we're going off the rails. If oh is what I feel. Wait till you hear some of these calls we got, and I didn't even. And I don't proofread these, so who knows what Paul has to say? Oh he's, my gosh, he's freaking wrecked me here the past few times, man. He's, oh my gosh, he's so dang funny. Okay, evening, fellas. Hope you're all well. I struggled to shake off the pregame nerves all day Sunday. I tried everything: walking, reading, even listening to some Leonard Skynyrd and Creedence Clearwater <laughs> Revival. Clinton clear my head. I've tried some gentle comedy with Bob Newhart and then some not so gentle comedy with the genius of Richard Pryor, but even he couldn't do the job. The importance of the game was weighing me down by 2100 GMT. I don't know what that is. So Paul is in Shropshire, England. We joke that he's in Shropshire, Mississippi. Yeah, because he is west of Birmingham and that's what Mississippi is. is well, west you keep of- reading that email. I'll look it up. Okay. So he says 2100 GMT. Cause like the our UK folks like they have to watch Raider games in like the middle of the night.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So so GMT. If it's seven o'clock,
6: it is one o'clock where you and I sit. One a.m. So yeah. Oh, if it's seven there, it's one here. So they're six hours ahead.
8: Yes. So for a yeah, and my brother just got back
6: from Italy, so I I wonder so, if they're on the same time. So that's a nine o'clock PM start for them. That's not bad. But yeah. but if it's a Sunday night game or a Thursday night game, so the oh, game they got to wake up. At, yeah, they got to hit the alarm for four so a.m. or whatever what's it is. Seven plus six. Thirteen. Well in time, one one a.m. Yeah, so they got to watch the game at one a.m. Yeah, yeah, okay. And wake up. This is and why see, we don't. And then they wake up at one a.m. and see the
8: performance that they've seen and just be pissed off.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So if, if you can't tell around here, we uh, we love numbers, but we hate math. <laughs> Okay, cause yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. How about that? That's the ultimate content. Look, if you're tuning into this show for some Raider content, by golly, you've got it. Okay. um (laughs) (laughs) My dumbass. I can't add seven. What did I add? 17 and six? No, seven and six. You big stupid. (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) <laughs> you got enough fingers and toes for that? <laughs> Seven and six is 13. Well, <laughs>
8: Michelle Sweat says that's a quote. Because, yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, that's all the content you need right there. Yeah. Why are what, we Raider fans? Because, yeah. What insight. That's amazing insight.
8: You can't we get. Just had, we just had Raider Cody on the show and produced maybe the best segment we've ever had. More Raider content, more Raider insight than we've ever had on this show. And then you followed up with, because yeah, you big stupid ass.
2: Oh my, oh my gosh. my
10: glasses are fogging up. Oh my. Uh,
6: <laughs> I know he's talking about like yeah I was on the phone with Darren Carr the other day and he gave me this amazing insight like yeah Cody gives you this amazing insight and then you come on here like just us two and yeah it's, yeah <sighs> whatever yeah we'd be alright let me tell you about the Mandalorian I can speak to that uh, <sighs>
8: I'm, is- I'm behind don't don't say anything how
6: bo- how behind are you okay well I well I don't want to
8: spoil it for other people well, it's, I'm, it's, it's I'm been too long, long I'm, I'm like well okay I'm like one and a half episodes behind.
6: Okay, so... We
8: were watching We were watching one of the episodes and my wife fell asleep last night. Okay, well,
6: so you know his name is Grogu. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And hey, this la- I won't spoiler it because I'll be sensitive to a week away. This last one, oh my god, Is it good? Oh, bro. Yeah, oh. I, don't even, I can't tell you why. I'll just say someone looks good. And I don't mean that in like a... Like, I mean... Uh, <laughs> hey, now. No, I don't mean... Like, no, but the, it's someone looks really cool. Okay, let me get back to this. Where are we at, Paul? Poor Paul. All right, uh, when it came to the er game time, the early stages looked like a shootout was in the cards, and even deep into the second half, it remained too close to call. We never had control of the game at any point, but despite that, there was always that chance that we could win it in the final drive as we did the Jets. Then mistakes by Hunter Renfro and Jalen Rashard, and it got real ugly real fast. Man, that clank off of Rashard's hands, yeah that was a rough one. Yeah. And that's, you know what I mean? Like, look, all the criticism that's been lobbied to Derek in the offseason. Yes. All the conversation that we've had around Derek Carr in the offseason. And like, now that pick six is going to show up in his stats. And like, well, we've talked before about like, you know, you got to consider stats as context. And like, when you look at the good of his stats, sometimes it's not within the context of the game. But then here's a negative stat. Same thing. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. gosh, dang it. Can I was... interrupt his email for one
8: second? Please do. Because I, I meant to bring this up earlier. Yeah, um, do it. You know, I, I've, I've never had a critique on this guy ever. Um, Josh Jacobs. Stay off of Twitter and Instagram. Don't be doing that crap. You didn't like that, did you? I did not like that at all. You know Some people I'm not are kind of like, today. Everyone, ah, whatever. You know, and, and at first I thought that, and, you know, he said, I'm not playing today. I'm not playing today. He damn sure didn't play last week. If you're going to make a Ooh. post like that, Ooh. then you better ball out on Sunday. Don't pull that crap and then have 30 rushing yards or whatever the hell he had. Be better, man. Don't stoop down to that level. Don't be that guy.
6: Come on, focus Jeff. on the
8: game. Focus on the game and focus on winning. And if you do make a post like that, you better have 200 freaking rushing yards and say, you know, LOL, JK or whatever the heck. Because he said, you know, oh, fantasy owner is going to be mad. Oh, well, your fantasy team. You know what I mean? Like, dude, don't become that guy. You know, we it was not a he was trying to be funny. I hope it wasn't damn funny. It wasn't funny. It It wasn't wasn't, damn funny, man. You know, we traded a lot of way to get your ass. You know, we traded away a 52 to get a 28. You know, don't pull that crap.
6: Don't do it. I like the fire, Jeff. Don't do it. I'm with you, dude. It didn't sit right after the game. I didn't like it. Going into it. Going into
8: it, I was like, ah, you know, that's kind of funny, whatever, whatever. But then when he went out there and laid a freaking egg, you know, like the way he has the last two weeks, you can't run against the Jets. What are you doing, bro? Damn. Come on, man. Oh, Jeff. You're RB1. You're RB1. We're not relying on Booker. Let's get it done.
6: I like the fire, Jeff. And
8: he's on my fantasy team and he screwed me in the last two weeks. <laughs>
6: Jackass. <laughs> I'm still in the playoffs, but come on, man. But seriously, though, you're right though. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna do that stuff, if you're gonna be brash, if you're gonna put yourself out there like that, and you gotta back it up. Then you need to back it up. Uh, okay. Where was I at? Pretty soon. Sorry, the, Paul. Pretty, I know, poor Paul. We're butchering his email this week. Um, his email is going to be 37 minutes pretty soon the game was gone and all that was left was the TV love affair with the NFL's biggest fraud Phillip we won again honey so you better get yourself I'm going to skip that see I don't proofread these rivers in the flag would be flying on Walton's mountain again on Sunday night I didn't think it was possible to hate him more but I do I don't want to. I'm now, I'm now. I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to be negative, but that felt like our play-off chance is gone. Uh, I know there are permutations that say we can still make the postseason, but having seen the Ravens win on Monday night uh, with their run in the Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals, I think they'll get the last spot. Hopefully, it's just disappointment talking and listening to everybody on the show. I'll feel more optimistic going into Thursday night. Well, not the two hosts, anyways. Uh, no, I, I I am optimistic. I'm optimistic yes. that the Raiders can go three and zero. But at this point, it's now out of our control. Like I think I have every reason in the world to believe in the Raiders for yeah. the last three games. But the Ravens, like, well,
8: yeah, and that's the thing. You know, I hate I hate going into a I hate going into a playoff situation. I love win win and we're in. And that yeah. was the situation that we were in this past week. Win and we're in. But now it's like win and we have to get some help from some crappy teams like. I don't know. I don't like, like that. The I, I want to oh, hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. hold our, I yeah. want our destiny in our hands. Absolutely. I don't want it in, you know, Logan Ryan and the giants. You know, I, I don't, you know, yeah, I don't, I
6: want to win and be in, you know, so now we need help. Now and we I need, hate that. Now we need help. Um, Let's say okay. Hopefully, it's just a disappointment. Okay, not long afterwards, a word got around the Paul Gunther been fired. I'll say up front, I never hated the guy, but it made it really hard to love him and back him. There's too much evidence against him, and there have been too many decisions or occasions where the blame has fallen on him. I was getting increasingly difficult. It was getting increasingly difficult to defend him against the criticism. He can't be surprised, and I personally believe it should have happened earlier in the season. Sunday was most definitely the final straw, and watching us try to stop the Colts' running game was embarrassing at times. Amen. John Taylor is now going to, or Jonathan Taylor is now going to join the ranks of Olandis Gary and Mike Anderson and Jamal Charles and the long list of freaking running backs that had career days against the freaking Raiders. Mm. Um, Uh, His system always seemed disjointed, speaking of Gunther, and was forever trying to fit players into roles they weren't suited to. As a consequence, the player's strengths were being seen often enough. So Marinelli has the interim job, and we might even see a short-term reaction and transformation in the last few weeks. I don't think we can expect major changes at this point. Gosh, Paul, did you hear what we were going to talk to Cody about? This is great, great insight. Um, I don't think we can expect major changes at this point. Just some refinement here and there. And who knows what Corey Littleton might even uh, get his shirt dirty now. So now the question is, who's the long-term successor? Uh, He lists off all the different candidates. I'm going to say this. My vote for long-term successor is Rod Marinelli. Because if the Raiders go 3-0 and the defense balls out, he'll probably get the job next year. So let's all root for that. Now, if it doesn't happen, then let's speculate on Raheem Morris and Lovey Smith and Wade Phillips and all the other names that are coming up. But for today, let's root for freaking Rod Marinelli. Um, I'm pretty sure the rumor mill will continue for a while. Um, But the one name that intrigues me is Matt Patricia. Um, Finally, I got a question for you. I've stolen this from the legendary Kenny Stapler at the Pillaging Podcast. If we finish 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7, and seven, do you see it as progression? Stay safe, R-F-R family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Tropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT, Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Main Man, and five-time, five-time, five-time. Five time, Is he five-time? Plus one. Five and one. Winner of the BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. Like? Well, oh, I forget sorry. that. We'll hit that. I'm going to hit it. All right. Do I see it as progression? Because an eight and eight or nine and seven is better than what we were last year. Uh, This season for us, Mm -hmm. when we did our preseason shows, Mm -hmm. I called for the Raiders to return to relevance. Yes. Okay. We did. We were very relevant three weeks ago. We were a very relevant football team. Yes. We were the lead. Well, we went the lead wild card, but we were the middle wild card. Right. If I remember right off yeah. the top of my head. Anyways, whatever. Point being, though, we were very relevant. And if not for the fact that we have the Chiefs in our division, we would be competing for a division title because they're an all world team at this point. So the Raiders did return to relevance. But if they crap the bed in the last four games and fall out of contention and end the season at an eight and eight or nine and seven. No, I'm not gonna look at look at that as a success. Yeah. Because the relevance was attainable for us and we didn't get it. Yep. So I'm gonna consider it, I don't want to call it a flat out failure, but like when you look at like speaking of your former fandom, the Titans, okay? How many times did Jeff Fisher finish eight and eight? Like that's like the worst thing that you can have for your team yeah. because you get like a middle draft pick. So you don't even have the opportunity to like draft. Yeah, you're like, out of the playoffs and
8: you're 16th overall in the draft. And yeah, you don't. Yeah, what's like, the point? Like, what's the freaking point? If you're point? gonna crap the bed, crap the bed. You know, I mean, get a good draft pick. You know,
6: like I, you seriously, know? Yes. like I mean, I'm never gonna root for them to lose or tank or anything would like that. Would never do that. But like seriously, like eight and eight, nine and seven, like that's not good. No, that sucks. No, because you, you can't know, and, do a lot with it. Yeah, and you
8: know, and last year would we have would we have taken nine and seven? Hell yeah. We would have taken that, but you know, we were seven and seven and nine last year. That's mm-hmm. how we finished. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, you could say eight and eight or nine and seven would be an improvement. Technically, over last it's year. an improvement. Technically, it is an improvement, but you know, if we crap the bed this year, I mean, it's it's just like last year. I mean, there is no improvement, even like if we are year. nine and seven. You know, I mean, for us to, I mean, like you said a few weeks ago, we were riding high, dude. You know, I mean, even after a loss to Kansas City, that's the first time I think that a team that I've rooted for has lost, and I've been more fired up than I had ever been about a team. You know, I mean, we lost but and lost a heartbreaker to Kansas City, but freaking balled out. Derek Carr had the game of his life. I mean, just, I mean, just doing amazing things. You know, when we were going shot for shot with the Super Bowl chance. Yes. you know, that was badass, man. So win or lose on that one, you know, you had to be proud. Because they're
6: the best team in football. Like, I don't buy this Pittsburgh crap. Like, they're fool's gold, man. When you look at their schedule, Juju
8: Smith Schuster is just a TikTok. Celebrity they, guy dancing around on the freaking field. Get the hell out of here, get man! Get out of here. And they beat get the, the Bengals.
6: Like they beat a bunch of like really bad football teams and yeah. Jaguars and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But like the Chiefs are the best team in football, and yes. we we beat them in their crib, and then we went toe to toe with them. Yes. The, the, and the second was, time and around, yeah, and
8: we were six and four, and you know, but then you know, and I didn't like that the announcers, you know, during that Atlanta game you know, well, remember how they were this year, you know, remember how they were last year, and then they lost to a crappy team and then, you know, went one and three to one and four to finish the season or
6: whatever. I didn't like that, but that's, I mean. That's what happened. We got smoked in Atlanta again. Three mm. times now. The last three times we've been in Atlanta, yeah. we've gotten smoked. Carson Palmer throwing pick sixes. Yes. Like, it's just, it's, yes. it's ugly. Now,
8: now if, we don't, if we don't make the playoffs, but we're 10 and six, that's an improvement that you feel a lot better you about feel better about you obviously hate that you know that you know if if the raven if us and the ravens both went out you know i mean you see it right there you see the prize you see what we've you know what we wanted at the end of the year was to you know i mean obviously we want the super bowl but you know but our goal was to make the playoffs and you know and maybe win a wild card game something like that but if you're that close and then you don't come through i mean Yes, it's disheartening, but ten and six. I mean, that's what we predicted at the at the beginning and of the year. We are that's all what calling for you 10 and six. I were ten, yep. calling
6: for ten and six. Well, so, and you know, ten and six is a, is is typically a you know get you a pretty good shot at making the playoffs. And I'm going to give you a little bit of positivity before we then turn it over to the to the callers. Um, so ten and six should the Raiders make it to ten and six? Well, if the Dolphins and the Ravens are also ten and six, the Raiders. Would have a head-to-head versus Miami, and a better conference record than Baltimore. Because again, remember we got to play Miami, so we would have a better head-to-head against Miami, which is probably our toughest game on the yep. way out. Yep. And then we would have a better conference record than Baltimore. So if all three teams are tied at ten and six, we win. We get the playoff spot. So yep. like, there is all hope is not lost. No, we not just at all. Frickin' need one of these teams to step up. And then, of course, the Raiders got to go, uh, and, and go, you know, uh, run yep. this thing 3 0. All right, let's get into the calls. Um, let's jump into, um, uh i would say jump in the sea of fans mailbag. We're here. Yeah, we just we've we been here. We've been here. I mean, there's just so much to talk about, Raider Nation. There's so many so many storylines going. This is like, I mean, this is like the busiest time. We could do 4-hour shows, frankly. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. this is just the We're busiest. We're already an time. hour and a half in. Or we are yeah, okay. So we'll uh let's jump in because we got a lot of calls to get to. Um so if you want to call the show, you can call us at 909 909- 345 3346. That's 909 345 3346. If we play your voicemail three times, then you become a made man or a made woman here on Raiders Fan Radio. And so, out of that crew, we got a leader of the crew. We got a captain. We call him the capo. He is Aaron, the Q Dog Raider.
14: Uh, greetings. Is this the RFR pregame show? Uh, Long time listener, faithful caller. And I like to dedicate this call to Raider Roo, the prognosticator. Um, you know the reason. Fans, media, writers, anyone who sees football logically can observe that Gunther was the problem. Specifically, for too long, John Gruden uh, didn't really want to see the problem. Um, He was maybe too stubborn to fire his friend. Either way, Raider Nation has had enough. Apparently so did the Raiders front office, for instance. Uh, Dear friend and resident malcontent, Big Raider Trucker, sprinkled his pixie poo all over this team weeks ago by saying that they were trash and he was giving up on them. Oh, after that near apocalyptic loss to the JETS two weeks ago, um, they fired Greg Williams and, uh, bless his spirit, Uh, last week I asked, uh, did they fire the wrong defensive coordinator? Gunther was summarily featured on the hit list. Fast forward to this past Sunday. We watched Paul Gunther and his defense yield 44 points to the Colts, plus a whopping 456 total yards of offense. So it comes down to basically little surprise that Mar Davis put his uh, white patent-leathered shoes down in order to force the hand of Chucky, relieving Gunther of his play-calling duties and his job. But why did he do it? Prior to his hiring to the season of 2018, here's how the defense is finished. 32nd, 24th, and now 28th in total defense. People often associate overreactions with fans and people not thinking rationally. But this is different. Raider Nation had plenty to say after uh, this particular last loss against uh, the, the fruitful one and his Indianapolis Colts on Twitter uh, so now Gunther is out. Now what happens? Let us know what your thoughts are at the defensive line and, and how they handled these particular games leading up into this fourth quarter, as Uncle Mar so eloquently put it, last week of our season. Uh, the Hashtag Raiders had their fifth game under Paul Gunther with zero sacks, zero takeaways, tied for second most since 2018 behind the Bengals' six. The Raiders had five, count them, zero sacks, zero takeaway games in the previous seven seasons under Gunther, according to Josh DeBow. This team is doing their yearly implosion. Season's over. Davis needs a clean house. Even Lynn Bowden is going to torch the Raiders, watch and see, at Terrell, 21 33 8 Paul Gunther needs to go. The defense needs fresh blood. Fresh ideas, otherwise this team will never make the playoffs. El Maverick flowers. It sure looks like Gunther was the fall guy, and the issue was personnel, not the scheme. This just isn't a matter of talent to speak of, but the defensive side of the ball, the sports daily. Offense has to play near perfect to win. The lack of talent excuse isn't a thing anymore. Gunther is the problem, and it has to be more than that. Three years of the same defense, even with better talent, isn't the problem. That's on the coaches. Matt, pulse We are the worst defense in the NFL. Damian Lillard. You know, Dane's not exactly wrong. Lillard is the ultimate celebrity Raiders fan supplanting Ice Cube in my book. While Dane may not be used to seeing the Las Vegas strip on the telecast, the five-time NBA All-Star is a ride-or-die for his Raiders, no matter what. But Lillard, you know, also prides himself in keeping it real, even when it, you know, it comes to calling out his beloved team. And I told uh, myself, I, too, have been on the record for, you know, the Raiders' questionable draft picks and management of, uh, you know, dubious trades. But, you know, I feel his pain. You know, I take my jabs and barbs. But when the team's wrong, we need to hold them to that standard. If we accept mediocrity, we're going to continue to be a mediocre team. Get over it. Now, according to Mario Tovar, as reported in the Raider Rambler, there are two more prospects that we might want to look at in next year's draft. First round, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromua, linebacker, Notre Dame. And how's that for my African? You know, I I questioned my African dialect last week, but, you know, I came back strong this week. In second round, we're going to need to look at Aiden Hutchinson at edge out of Michigan. Hutchinson could, you know, provide, you know, um, some, some definite uptick, you know, and he's well worth a fly even though he had a bad twig all of this past season. But I look for him to recuperate because, after all, we've seen what Arden Key can and can't do. The hit list, Tariq Hill, Paul Gunther, Arden Key, Kendall Vickers, Carl Nassim, Kyle Wilbur, Raekwon McMillan, Isaiah Johnson, Keyshawn Nixon, Eric Harris, Dalen Levitt, and Mike Dicker. This goes out to the made men. rule.
6: All right, good stuff there from Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, as always. And well, yeah. You know what I always love about Aaron is that he's always got, like, great takes on, like, some of the – I don't want to call them obscure, but, like, some of the, the the players in the draft. Like, I watch college football, but I don't, like, study college football enough. I do as we get into, like, draft season. and Of course, then I watch all the, the bowl games and all that kind sure. of stuff and, the you know, the championship series and all that. But, like – but Aaron, like, finds these kind of, like – these like nuggets, like these really cool players, and like you know what I mean, and so I always appreciate that uh, about his call, man. He's always got great insight there, so appreciate him. All right, next up, let's go to uh, let's go to our buddy in Jersey. Let's hear from hey. our buddy Rev Raider.
0: What's going on, bro? Uncle Miles Young Swaggo. This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Just wanted to give my thoughts on the game, you know. And boy, oh boy, I just say this. That, that hurt my stomach to watch, you know, in the second half. And for those who like to participate in the oral inhalation situation, <laughs> if the playoffs was the was the good that you want, the good, good, man, our defense wanted it. no smoke. <laughs> we was definitely turning down that thing. You know, Um, it can come down to a point where, you could try to blame the coaches on this one, but when you get ran on like that, you know, it comes to where it's a sense of pride. Are you going to let these dudes keep running down your throat? You know, are you going to buck up? Are you going to man up? You know, and the Raiders defense sense of pride today, I would say is the equivalent of somebody slapping their wife in the face. Instead of them doing something about it, they turn to their wife, And said, well, what did you do to tick him off? You know, that's basically where they were today, man. You know, and it was just like a house of cards. You know, first you got, then you got Hunter Renfro fumbling and then you got Jalen Richard missing the pass, popping it up and they taking it back for a pick six. You know, just, I, I, it really just hurt my stomach. You know what I'm saying? But, it's a quick turnaround. If there's a taste in their mouth, the best way to get it out is to go is go beat up on the Chargers. You know, they come into the house on Thursday. So make it happen. But the defense gotta do something. They gotta get right, you know. Offense they they got struggles here and there, you know. Even though Trent Brown is back, they need to to, you know, divvy up on how they run the ball, because I noticed that they was trying to run to his side heavy. You know, I guess the, the other team was expecting it. So, why not run to the left a little bit, you know? Get up behind behind Colton Miller. But that's all I got, man. I'm gonna go make some money, because at least I can make a positive out of that. Because, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna holler at y'all. Love the show as always. Peace.
6: Oh, I appreciate you, Rev Raider, man. Yeah, he's, he's one of my sure. favorites, man. Good stuff. Good stuff from Rev. All right, uh, Jeff. Sure. We might have a little controversy, as oh. Mosh would say. We might have a little controversy brewing around here in the fan cave. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So one of our uh, more frequent and produced, I would say, callers Yeah. Is kill Jada's. Yes. 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 And I only say produce because he does such a great job of like, he puts so much thought into his calls and he'll do like kind of does skits and he does like all these voices and all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Macho man, Raider Savage or whatever he calls. Yeah. Macho man, Raider Savage. Well, we've got a new caller to the show. Oh, apparently someone, and the caller didn't say this, but apparently he uh, wants to challenge for the, Macho title, oh, as a caller here on Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my gosh, this is, I believe, Silver Macho Savage. Okay.
12: Oh yeah, to my friends Murph, Uncle Marsh, and Swag Jeff. This is Silver Macho Savage, and I'm calling to say nothing means nothing. That's right, nothing means nothing, and I'm justifiably in a place I'd rather not be in. Coming off back to back losses against the Jets and the Colts, yeah. But I'm here to tell you, yeah, I want you to listen. The cream always rises to the top, yeah. And let me tell you something right now. Cards stacked against Silver Macho Savage and the Raider Nation. Penalties handed down by the NFL. Changing of the schedules to knock the Raiders out of a primetime TV spot, yeah. And COVID-19, bad stuff. But I'm here to tell you, the cream always rises to the top. Yeah. And depending on the recipe, it may take a little time. So let me say this, and let me say it out loud. Let me point to the entire NFL. Sinova Macho Savage is not happy with the way things are right now, but the Raiders are the cream of the NFL, and there's no doubt about it. And who do I blame for the fact that the cream hasn't risen yet? Well, let me tell you, there's lots of blame to go around.
14: Yeah.
12: Right now, I'm living a nightmare, but coming up, Not only is the entire AFC ready to experience a wrecking ball, but one team is squarely in my sights. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. We're on our way. And maybe a change in the defensive coordinator position does it, and maybe it doesn't. Yeah. But either way, nothing's going to stop us. We've been maligned from the top to the bottom. But just remember, the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. And you heard it from Silver Macho Savage. Dig it!
13: Wow. Oh, my gosh.
12: I like the energy, man. Okay, yeah, I like I the dig energy. It. I dig it. I like it. Listen,
6: kill Jadas. I'm just saying, someone might be coming for your belt. Yeah. Sounds like it, don't you yeah. think, Swago? Yeah, you know, I.
14: It, Kill Jadis possible. is the
6: OG. Like, Kill Jadis' impression is fantastic. And the and the fact that he has conversations with himself yeah. cracks me up. But like I like the energy behind Silver Macho Savage. I like I the like
8: sentiment. it. I like it. Um Kill Jadis does the best macho man voice. <laughs> he doesn't You know, it's 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 second to none, man. It's it's amazing. But it's, but, but, but Silver Macho Savage,
6: I like it. I like it, man. Great it. job. A, Bring it again, man. So two more times, uh, if you call us and we play your message, then you'll yeah. become the newest made man. Macho made man. Macho made man, absolutely. So I, I dig it, man. I like, the, I like the competitive aspect of this, man, that we got multiple macho mans going at it. Like it. Absolutely. All right, next up, let's go to our buddy, uh, newly crowned made man, or recently crowned made man. Let's hear from our buddy, Raider Flash.
13: All right. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Flash. And all I want for Christmas is gum. Third, gone. This gump, third, gone. Is gump, third, gone? Hell yeah. Don't let the (laughs) door hit you on the way. Ass on the way out. Get to stepping. Great Christmas present to end this horrible year. Let's keep trucking into the playoff and get these final wins. We still have a chance, Raider Nation, and hope is a good thing. Just win, baby. Sots out to Chucky. For having a pair of spicy meatballs, hey. hey, and firing Gunther's meat <laughs> ass—that's the made way. Yeah, it is business before friendship. Like, let's get this D right and get in the playoffs. And I'm wishing Raider Nation and everybody a very happy, happy holidays.
8: Mm-hmm.
13: I'm gonna keep this short, and I'm out. Peace, Raider Flash. One nation under God. Merry Christmas!
8: Merry Christmas, Raider Flash.
6: I like it. Dig that it, was man. awesome. It's good. It's good call. Solid call. Solid Absolutely. Call. In and out, man. Love it. Love it. Yeah, so, we love that. So, uh, so in the chat, man. There's so many great folks in the chat. John, Coach John Gruden is in our chat, Jeff. Uh, yes, he sure is. He
8: said, "Don't." He said, "Don't worry, Raider Flash. I have fired Paul Gunther." <laughs>
6: <laughs> Raider, no worries. Raider critique is in there. Watts Raiders in there. The big easy Greg Salas killed Jada's. Uh, he says I'm ticked. Um, Matthew Mangus uh, Raider born Rico. Of course, Chris Adams Glock Russ is in there. Uh, so many of you big easy's in there and I love it. So now the chat is now calling out different wrestlers. So oh, there's like yes. Raider Rick Flair or Raider Hogan or Rock Raider. Yeah. Uh, like I lo- I kind of like this because we're wrestling fans. Yeah. I kind of like this notion that we're going to start getting people calling us. Well, they said that they,
8: I can't remember who said it in the chat. Some, uh, someone said that uh, Silver Macho Savage and uh, Macho Man Raider Savage is kind of like WWF versus WCW.
6: Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. I Those I are the it. best of times in Those wrestling. Those are the best. Absolutely. Early 2000s. Was was amazing uh-huh. yeah uh it's getting that it. aw is not bad man i'm kind of i'm kind of tuned in i like it it's cool well yeah yeah, yeah our it's boy zach writer's on it well yeah well, he's Matt Cardona and, and jericho, man jericho man jericho 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 is the best but like you know what though like wrestling i don't. know i'm gonna derail our conversation a little bit i don't get into wrestling as much in the during football season soon as no. football season's over like, then I'm watching Monday Night yeah. Raw and I'm watching all, I'll watch Dynamite, I'll watch all that yeah. stuff. Well, but during football season, I just, I can't, I don't have enough room up here yeah. for this little well, you know Before to, I got married, you know,
8: I would sit and watch a three hour Monday Night Raw you know but now now that it's so it, it's so available on like facebook and stuff like that and the twitter and and all that stuff i mean i just catch the highlights i mean so i can i mean i follow it still but it you know i follow it in 3 minute clips versus you know i mean a 3 hour right, show Right, right. You
6: know? well i like i'll tap in like you know about early to mid february yeah and then the, all the the run up to wrestlemania like i'm all in like oh, that's sure. my favorite yeah. Like that three months or whatever that is, yes, like that's yeah. a blast. You watch
8: Elimination Chamber and all that stuff, and Absolutely. then yeah, yeah. roll right into WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. So- Ron the Moderator says that maybe, uh, maybe Silver, Macho Savage, and Kill Jadis are actually just Matthew and Daniel
6: Mangus. <laughs>
4: It oh, could be. Amazing.
6: It could be. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. So Matthew and Daniel Mangus are the two made twins. Yeah, uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio, and so
8: uh, yeah. Tyler yeah. Raider says instead of Degeneration X, it's just Raider Nation X.
6: Raider Nation X. I man. love it. Dig it, man. I love that. Good stuff, man. All right, next up, let's go to our buddy. Uh, well, one of your seventy-five best friends. Oh my gosh, it's Adam Hill. Adam Hill.
7: What's up, guys? It's uh, Adam Hill from San Diego. I'll just give you a call, let y'all know I'm a Raiders fan. Regardless whether we win lose, you know, we, we just fight through the hard times. Hey, I want y'all to know that was top five defense we played against. Our offense, they did their thing. There's a reason why Paul Gunther got fired. I don't know what we doing, but I wish they put Jonathan Abram in LaMarcus Joyner's role. Because I feel like he could roam around the field to be a little more athletic, get in the backfield, make more tackles. Because he's he's too aggressive, and I feel like Lamarcus Joiner, he he just ain't he just ain't big enough. He ain't fast enough. I feel like we should have him at safety. So you know, our defense, it, our defense definitely is really young. A lot of our players are old and slow, and they're constant. They're constantly getting injured or they're young and they just don't got the experience. You know, us as Raider fans, we just got to keep keep our head up, understand we got the Thursday night game. Uh, I think we're playing against the Chargers and we got to win. And we got to win the next game. And we got to win the next game. Come on. And you know what? We just got to win, baby. That's no it. No matter what. And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it's pretty, if it's ugly, if it's fantastic, it doesn't matter. We just got to win. Just win, baby. Let's go, Raider Nation.
6: Great job. Yeah, I love Adam that. Hell, dude. Hey, it's why I wore this shirt tonight oh it, there you man. go that's all we that's gotta it. do that's it right here Raider Nation. just win baby that's all we gotta do that's all we man. gotta do all we gotta do hey uh and so i want to i want to shout out the chat a little bit there I, I love the the wrestling talk that's going on in there and uh michelle says stone cold raider oh but here's what i got to say about that there's only one stone cold raider in this fan cave do you remember this Oh, dude! So for those of you on the YouTube's, that yeah. you can see there. For those of you that are in the audio show, that's me doing Stone Cold. That was when Monster Mash Ken called us out, and uh, and he wanted to have a like a smack off kind of thing, uh-huh. and uh, and so between our two podcasts. And so then I went on and and, and uh, we did the whole thing. It was it was fun. I did the whole Stone Cold thing and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so my computer lovely. just died. Did it? Yeah, nah, you don't need. It's it. fine. Yeah you're, Be all right. yeah, you're good. All right, let's go to uh, next up. We got Raider critique. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the Raider
5: Critique, and yeah, maybe I didn't go over on the Google Voice, but that's what I get for you know looking at the timer on the uh, Bluetooth of the truck, trying to figure out exactly where the phone call started, and you know after your recording and all that gets done and over with. So actually, no, you guys have like a minute recording, so at least you know about that. He kind of sounds like my man here. too. That's a not little what bit, yeah. I'm calling about. I'm calling about this L that we just took to the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, the L was so bad on the defense that we finally fired Paul Gunther. Good old Forrest Gunther is now pretty much Forrest Gunther. You know, taking up four or five spots in the unemployment line. Oh, I'm sorry. I sh- Maybe I shouldn't have said <laughs> that. But, hey, at least he's gone. I don't understand why a lot of people – are complaining when it comes to, like, YouTube podcasters saying, okay, who do we go to next? Why would we do this now? What's the point of doing this? Look, we weren't going to get anything out of him any better than what he has already done, so why are we beating a dead cat? We can't sit there and beat a dead cat. You're just going to get the same result, a dead cat. It was time to move on from that Andy Reid-looking bastard. I don't care who we put in there. Anybody has got to be better than Paul Gunther. We gave up 42 more points, and for the second week in a row, we've given up over 200 yards rushing. Anybody who is wondering uh, who should we get to get to to fill this position over here uh, to be our defensive coordinator, give me Chester Cheetah, give me Mickey Mouse. Give me Santa Claus. Give me anybody <laughs> but Paul Gunther. Anyway, like I said before, like I said last phone call was here, hey, thanks for making me a made man, but we are consistent at being inconsistent. And the sooner we all realize this and the sooner that we all complain about this, maybe John Gruden will turn around and fix it. It's Raider Nation for life guys, man. Thanks for having me on. All oh,
6: right, appreciate good buddy of ours, Raider Critique, man. Yeah. Great takes, man. I love his passion. I love his fire. He's another fellow YouTuber. Hasn't done a video in a hot minute, but I think he's coming back around soon. So uh, uh, check him out. Raider critique. man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A great uh, supporter of our show for, for a long time now. So we appreciate you. The fact that I think he's in the chat tonight. Uh, Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. I feel like we need theme music for this guy. We got to come. I'll come up with something. We got to come up with some theme music. I like, I like to start playing some like, kind of like, you know, he likes the blues, you know what I mean? Yeah, you hear some the slow jams, yeah. A little slow jams, you know what I mean? Might be time to, like, retire into that satin robe, turn the lights down.
8: Yeah, you need to get one of the dimmers for your
6: light switch. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light, light put some, like a, put a candle some, right here. Light some candles, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, a little aromatherapy. Yeah. Pour a glass of whiskey. Yeah. We know. Michelle, tell Lamont to leave the room. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. We're off to the Canary Islands, and it's our buddy, Raider Born Rico. Hey guys,
15: Ritter Borico here, so first of all, let me congratulate with Nicolas Morrow. I've been seeing the progress after progress after progress. It's good to see uh, that somebody want to keep his job as a Raider and and as an NFL player in in case he have to go. I've been criticizing him in the past, but I've been congratulating him every time I saw some uh, progression. So kudos to Nick Morrow. Now, who can't keep his job? Who couldn't keep his job? Is Paul Gunther. the Bushwhackers? You remember when I say you that him and Gruden were looking like the Bushwhackers? They finally split. I mean, uh, there wasn't time for kisses and hugging, as I say you. But apparently, Gruden. Uh, it's not easy it's not easy to fire somebody that you trust and uh, he, he, he tried to fix it he couldn't fix it that's the that's the real uh, reason so that's why we came to this point and uh, it's something that needs to be done but uh, listen I'm not going to celebrate because someone I've lost his job absolutely I will never do that I'm not going to open a bottle of champagne but I'm going to have just now because I have a terrible throat in this day so, in this day so I'm gonna have a shot whiskey quickly okay and especially <laughs> uh, cheers anyway especially I'm not gonna celebrate because that means that the system has failed and uh, this is not good for for, for an, or, or an organization plus there's a lot I'm not gonna celebrate because there's a lot of work to do in the offense I mean that's not how you prepare for a game like this, when the season is on the line, playoffs are on the line, and you're going to prepare for a game in that way. It's not all on Gunther. So, Gruden, check yourself, man, because, I mean, game on the line, fourth quarter, and I saw like like six four, four screen pass, I mean, there was something that, I don't know, it just looked like we're throwing away the, the game at a certain point if we're not scoring 30, that we never do anyway, 30, 40 points in the first quarters. So uh, there's a lot of work to need, that need to be done. Plus, that, those audibles, let, let me understand... Are the players understanding those audibles? Because when I'm listening some uh, Mark Davis, Death Star, Tango, Mango, Banana Split, Kiwi, you know, uh, I see, oh, that's going to be an audible play. You know, Like I'm like that, you know. And then are we sure that the players understand those plays? Because I can't imagine Aguilar and Ruggs, like when when Kat is like, okay, um, uh, Mark Davis, Mambo, November... Tango, uh, Kobe, Mamba, and and Rags is gonna say, well, listen, what 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 does he say? And Agolod <laughs> is gonna look at him and he's gonna say, well, just run his land, you know. Like, i we sure they're they gonna understand <laughs> it. I don't slant. know, but anyway, listen, uh ain't over till they're I still want that playoff spot, so I'm gonna be honest. The Ravens, the Browns, and go Raiders. Let's win against the Chargers. With all they say, I love you all, and I'm out.
6: Oh my yeah. gosh. Rico, we love you too, man. Oh, he's so good. So good. He's so good, man. Uh, uh, so the Audibles, man, I think a lot of those are dummy calls. Like Peyton, like kind of, and Aaron Rodgers too, even, they kind of made that stuff famous where they just start blurting out things. I think that's why when you listen to like, That like a lot of the calls are things that Derek's a fan of. Yeah, that's why you hear Mamba. That's why you hear Mark Davis. That's why. That's right. Because they're just like he just saying words. Yeah. Like I don't really think it means anything. Um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um. Yeah, Rico makes so many great points during his his calls, man. Yes. Like, it, absolutely. Like he, he's the best man. And like, and it's uh, so in the chat, uh, Michelle was saying uh, in response to you about Lamont said he didn't want to leave the room because Rico makes so many good points. And like, that's the thing about Rico's call, Like, like we, we, we poke fun and we have fun with it because he's got the coolest voice in the world. But like, he really does have great takes, too, man. Yes, like, absolutely. absolutely. Great stuff And there. And uh, the big easy in the chat said, he
8: said it's perfect that Rico called in because that's why he watches the show in a hot bubble bath every week.
6: <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, hey. Hey. Easy hey, with that. Hey, do your thing, man. Oh, Whatever. my yeah. gosh. Love is love. All right. Love- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up. I think I killed Jeff on that one. <laughs> you all right? Oh, you big stupid ass. Yeah. All right, next up, we got a new caller. It's a caller in the 503.
3: What's up, guys? Hey, a long-time listener, a first-time caller. Uh, I wouldn't have called before, but I got rid of the truck that had the phone number carved in the dashboard. Anyway, what the? I was going to... Yeah, you
6: know, like when mom said, Hey, you don't have nothing nice to say. Still say nothing at all. And uh Yeah. All right. <laughs> there's a car call, new car of the show, Car in the Five O three. Tell us what your name is. Uh we would love to, to to hear from you again. And in fact, I think there's a there's a tease because we do hear from him yeah, uh, we do. Uh, again here in a minute. But all right, next up let's uh let's go to our buddy in Houston. We call him the Historian. It is Houston Raider Steve. Houston Raider Steve. You're a
4: mean one. Mr. Rivers, (laughs) you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Mr. Rivers, you're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Rivers. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul. Mr. Rivers, I wouldn't touch you with a thirty to nine and a half foot pole you're a vile <laughs> one mister Rivers your term I you have term I tin your soul you have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile mister Rivers given the choice between you be, between the two of you I'd pick the seasick Crocodile <laughs> you're a foul one mister Rivers you're nasty wasty skunk your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Rivers. The three words that best describe you, and as I follows, or as follows, and I quote, stink, stank, stunk. You nauseate me, Mr. Rivers, <laughs> with a nauseous, a super nos You're a crooked, jerky jockey, and you drive a crooked huss, Mr. Rivers. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce, old man Rivers. Houston Raider Steve.
6: <laughs> we knew it was you, bro. It was you. I just missed the goodbye. I, <laughs> goodbye. I, I love that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So um, amazing call, Houston Raider yes, Steve. Yes, as always, he sings like now most of his calls. And I are, know, amazing. right? He's either like as he's incredibly like. Um, uh reverential like uh t- takes based on like a historical event yeah or he's singing you know get on ride that don't get okay or whatever like yeah or he gets like people to say hey you're listening to raiders fan radio uh, you know oh you know my what I mean? gosh like, yeah he's done that a couple times huh several times yeah yeah we got like deandre washington and like yeah yeah oh my gosh that's yeah, been so cool houston raider steve is the best um long long time caller and listener to the show all right one more to get to okay now for those of you that are in the chat Shout them out first.
8: Yeah, we got the big easy uh Raider born Rico, Watts Raider, Michelle Sweat, uh Nathan Rita, uh Raider Critique, uh Glocks Ruz, uh Matthew Mangus, running bear, Sam Hain, uh, John Q, uh, Tyrone Graves, uh Kill Jadis, uh Stacy Ruff, uh Big Easy,
6: uh, the whole crew's here. All right. Now, speaking of Stacy Ruff Raider, yes. earlier in the chat, he said that was me. Oh, so we called it. You called it. I called you it. You called it because when we were doing our, our 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 pre-show, we were listening to some of the voicemails, and you said, that sounds like Stacy. Yeah. And you nailed it. And because I was like, he, oh, he, I don't know. Is he from Oregon? Because 503 is Oregon. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's him. All right, Stacy. Well, because he couldn't
8: <laughs> <laughs> could do it. Just say Because one of us, because this this call that we're about to play, he
6: talks kind of just like he, he emails <laughs> <laughs> all right well and he called and play he, it this is great so he's been emailing us forever is he made
8: uh i think he will be tonight he,
6: absolutely because that's sure. his second or third email and now he's calling oh no dude he's emailed us 10 times is he made yeah and i don't know i'm gonna look at the list while we're listening to his voicemail okay but now and we might have to make an exception to the rule because well whatever you'll hear it here we go let's get into our last call tonight. This is a caller from the five hundred three that happens to be Stacy Raider. All right, I've had some coffee, little
3: breakfast uh, sandwich. Feel a little bit better now. Not much, but a little bit. Is he calling from kind a payphone?
6: From Vegas guys. or from inside Back the Clark County <laughs> Correctional Facility <laughs> was, again? Uh, this is uh, one
3: phone call. <laughs> <clears throat> nice to get a different perspective. You know, Stacy is, is, is great. Yes, all is made. Story. It wasn't all hype and all, all booze and it was perfect. I've listened to you guys ever since. Weekly. Religiously. <sighs> it was all car. It's got to be car. we got to get rid of car. It was car. Car's got to do this. Car can't do what? Stop. I mean, I think he's throwing like a little bleh, and He's not throwing great sometimes. But, he's going to say get rid of guns. Guns, yes. I'm saying get rid of guns. Everything, get rid of guns. <laughs> and then we'll get rid of uh, uh, Cable. Yeah, he's doing a lot better now. He's the best offensive line. Stop Mayop. I uh, he's got the right players. He's got the right position. Blah, 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 blah. It all comes down to one thing. As much as we love him, hey, we haven't had a winning season performed since Bo Jackson ripped his leg off and beat the defender off to get the damn touchdown against the Bengals in the Golden SC Championship back in the 90s i had a winning season since then, except for one with the fluke. For, yeah. So, 10 years. I don't care if it's a dollar a year, 10-year contract. What, what's going to motivate you to do a damn thing? Nothing. You're just going to sit there, kick back, get your 10 million, to say, say this, I'm saying that, I'm saying this. But if you can't motivate yourself, yeah, 10 years, you don't have to do a damn thing. That's why we got people sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> Take some damn years off your contract or something. God. Get a little motivation in yourself. Oh, you someone's lingering, shot. Someone's Come lingering. When you couldn't wake up. Your offense is vanilla as hell. And I know it's not him calling you're calling them. It wasn't even close to what you were back when you were we had jet sweeps and you got once a week, you got jet jet sweep. You got no crossing <sighs> routes deep. <sighs> Sheesh, I just, uh, this is why I don't call. I get so irate. I feel like I'm Mikey, I'm Mikey and Murph here. Just the hell. Maybe we'll some Monday, Mondays with Mikey and Murph get a little bit off the sub. It's, man, it's, Wednesday. We got a game tomorrow that we may not even freaking win. Ah, oh, man. We, we just gotta do better. And it starts from the coach all the way down. You know, we get the, the, the trickle up until the trickles down. You got you in the right position, sure. This what we got. Uh, we got the new old DC for. But <sighs> Gruden, come on! Oh it's make-
2: Google Voice. Oh, oh.
3: Stacy.
8: <laughs> he was the front runner for the Sizzler too, just oh. because. Because he's so
6: damn funny. Oh my gosh, it's an amazing, I love it. Michelle sweats as Stacy as all of us. That's kind of how we feel yeah, about this Stacey season. Said, I feel like I'm listening to three people having a conversation right now. <laughs> that
3: is amazing.
6: Oh my gosh! Ah, so good. Stacy, keep calling, dude. You did great, man. I, we're poking fun at you, but you did an amazing job with your call. Keep those coming. We love your emails, but the voicemails are even better, man. Keep those things coming. Great job. All yeah. right, so. Each and every week uh, when Uncle Mosh isn't here, Swag Jeff has the uh, uh, the, uh, the the duty of assigning the best emailer or caller of the week, and we call it the Sizzler. Swago, who you got? Yeah, so,
8: uh, so we started the emails with uh, Ty to Raider, who said that he had uh, root beer out of a wine glass and wings, and he had sadness watching the game. Uh, but congrats, bro, on your win in fantasy football. Uh, then we had Frank from NorCal, who wants to live long enough to see the Raiders be good. Uh and then of course we had 1 hour of Paul because of our <laughs>
6: rants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We
8: kept interrupting Paul. I don't know how you interrupt somebody typing you a letter, but we did it. Right. Yeah, we did it uh, about a million times. Yes. Uh, but then of course we had the capo kick us off with voicemails. Uh, we had rev Raider who, uh, gave his thoughts on the game. Uh, boy, oh boy, his stomach hurt and it's time to man up Raiders, especially in that run defense, silver, macho, savage. Uh, nothing means nothing. And cream rises to the top. Uh, we had, uh, Adam Hill that says win or lose. He's a Raider fan. Uh, uh, and he and there must win games here on out just win baby uh, Raider critique the L hurt by Gunther he would rather take Santa Claus over Paul Gunther as the defensive coordinator uh, Raiderborn Rico who loves to see Morrow's progress and took a shot of whiskey yeah uh, we'd love to see it uh, Raider does uh, Raider Boy Rico also doesn't get the audibles that DC calls and apparently neither does rugs or Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What else we got here? Uh, uh, the caller in the 503 who later revealed himself to be Stacy Ruff Raider. Uh, he is consistent in his calls. He is consistent in his calls. Yes. As he As we can't understand either his emails or his calls. And we love that about <laughs> we you. We love them both. And don't stop doing it no. ever. Keep them coming. Uh, and then, of course, Houston Raider Steve singing uh, Mr. Rivers. But... This week's Raiders oh, Fan Radio Sizzler go. Award goes to a guy that uh, gives a big shout out to Gruden spicy meatballs. It's Raider Flash. I the <laughs> Sizzler. Sizzler. Sizzler.
10: Sizzler. 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 We are
2: Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders.
5: You know what?
6: From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a Robes Gallery.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh,
6: oh, I oh. I come back, I got lost, go touchdowns, we need you because Henry Ruggs is out of this game. <laughs> All right, oh appreciate everybody. Thank you, Biggies. Oh, I'm gonna leave you to shout out the chat room. Thank you to all of you that uh, that joined us tonight live, YouTube.com/slashmerpsfanpage. Everyone in the chat, everyone lurking, everyone that dipped in to, to check out Raider Cody. Thank you, Raider Cody. Thank you for joining us oh tonight, my gosh, man. Yes, that was an incredible segment, man. Uh, we love you, bro. And, and, and come back. We'll have you on again soon. Uh, that was definitely a lot of fun. Support the One Nation Foundation in any way that you can. All you got to do is look in the links here for these show notes. There's a million different ways you can support the Raider uh, One Nation Foundation. Please do that. Thank you to all of you. Link, uh, not link. like, subscribe, thumbs up, rate, review. Anything you can do to help support us here at Raiders Fan Radio, we certainly appreciate it. Swag Jeffs, take us home.
8: Yeah, and thank you to everyone that did donate to the One Nation Foundation. Matthew Mangus, a $4.99 donation. Ryan Miller, $5. Franklin, 83 $2. John Q, $5. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone that's in the chat. Uh, Glocks are us. Uh, PowerBrain1975, Jadis, Michelle Sweat, uh, Running Bear, Big Easy, Watts Raider, uh, Franklin83, Raider Flash. Congrats on your sizzlers, bro. Uh, Ryan Miller. Uh, we got the whole crew in here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey. Into the dark side, and uh, on on behalf of Murph, Uncle Moshu isn't here. I'm Swag Jeff. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in, and remember, folks, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Good night, YouTube. Good night, YouTube. Good night, Facebook. Good night, Periscope. Good night, Twitch. Good night, oh, all yeah. y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next week for episode 190.
6: Beat the Chargers, ass!
8: Beat the Chargers tomorrow, please. Win. Just win. Just win. This is the story of the
10: one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.